welcome to episode 488 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your very sleepy host, Sean. <laughs> welcome to the show, Sean. <laughs> what? Huh? It's time to wake up. Oh, oh hello. I'm going to give me take a sleep. This episode of uh, this part of the show brought to you by Body Armor. Strawberry Banana Superior Hydration. <laughs> uh, he likes to stick a banana somewhere. <sighs> Nothing like a strawberry nana something. All right. Drink ice cream. My favorite combo of fruits. All right. Just let you know. You're <laughs> like, what? What's that got to do with nothing? It's part of his biography Ooh. that somebody's writing. Right. <laughs> I like long walks on the beach, strawberry banana flavored of anything. It's And having my finger, the wind blow through what little hair I have left. <laughs> <laughs> Why the why my gut hides the sun from my penis? <laughs> He's got cast for penis. <sighs> so yeah, it's me that kind of show, folks. So hey, what's going on? How are you doing? Okay, I didn't do too too much this week. Yeah, uh, I did. I did a couple movies. Uh, did a couple movies. I did a couple movies. Acted, blah, blah, blah. performed in them. <laughs> Watch. Watch. Watched. Watched. Okay. Right. Um. <laughs> uh, one of the ones, excuse, uh, excuse me while I whip this <laughs> out. <laughs> um, Fool's Paradise, I watched. Oh, yeah, you did? How yeah. was it? it oh. <laughs> there were funny moments. I have to say, there were funny moments. I laughed. Right. The, some of the stuff, though, I think he could have done better. Like, you know, type of thing. Well, but for a first try, I first, think. First right director. Yeah, you know, yeah it's right. pretty not bad. Um, you know, the cast of characters were phenomenal because there was, like, a lot of people there and you're going. Right. Oh, a lot of cameos. Yeah. They're like, oh, Charlie Day knows a lot of people. Right. <laughs> that old favor. <laughs> Pulled in a lot of favors. Hey, remember that uh, time you were in, you know, you were sunny, always sunny? Hey, how about this? Or, hey, well, you were in this movie together. You want to come on? <laughs> All right. And uh, so, yeah, it's, 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 a good, it's a good story. Um, you know, but, like, some of his, like, reactions to stuff is kind of like, I don't know if he was there when he was filming it. <laughs> Like, you know, like, like, <laughs> there are scenes he just stands there. I mean, the whole premise is that he's, he's just quiet. He yeah, doesn't talk. Does, doesn't talk. But he might have been green screened on there for but, all I know. But there, there are, <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, okay, like, look, I know we're under a lot of time pressure. I just want reaction shots from you. And we'll just inter- cut them in somewhere. <laughs> but that's, that, that's the idea. Like, it's like, there's, there's moments where he's sitting behind like a table mm-hmm. and you see the back of his head. And because he's he's showing, they're showing a lot of whatever is going on in front okay, of him. Okay, so it's like a it's like a forced perspective forced from perspective, his perspective, but right. it's like over his shoulder. Over his shoulder. Okay, okay. okay. So it's like okay. Right. So I don't know if he was sitting in the director's chair at that point, and there's a body, yeah, body double, double just sitting there going. And then right. and then they 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 quick go to him, and he does these, and the facial expressions do not match any <laughs> of the thing that's going on. <laughs> it sounds funnier than it is because sometimes I'm like. Wait, what? That was a poor choice. Right. He looked surprised when it was supposed to be sad. <laughs> I mean, the, the scenes where he has to interact with somebody, uh-huh. and you know, because he doesn't talk, right. was hilarious. There was right. there was those moments. Uh, uh, I forget the gentleman's name. Uh, would have been better if Silent Bob was in it. <laughs> it would have been more poignant. Um, I can't think of the actor's name, but he's uh, the guy who was Doctor Ken. Uh, Doctor Ken. Um, I can't think of his last name. The actor he was in, he was in the show Doctor Ken. And oh, and what do you call it? His the name's Ken, Ken something. Ken yeah. Young or something like yeah. that. Yeah. 
So he he played a, a major role. I think he did a great job. Like he was right? he was funny. Um, the towards the end, there was a couple of, of people that I'm like it it kind of was like shoehorned in. I think in a way, <laughs> like there's a John Malkovich bit in there. Okay, it was good, but I'm like it made no sense of why it was in there. Like, gotcha. you know, like type of thing. Like like <clears throat> if they edit that out, if they made it shorter, if they made it a short out of it, it would have been perfect. You know. Um, yeah, but he, he he goes. It's like it's like one of those things where his his career goes like up and down. He's basically he far as gumps his way through a movie career. That's right. It's pretty, <laughs> much, it's pretty much it. And all the actors and directors and and producers and all. You know, um, I, I did like Ray Liotta's bits in it. I'm thinking of his okay. last film. He he was in. It's either that or Cocaine Bear was his last film. It was one of the two. two. <laughs> I need to find out. <laughs> you need to find out for sure. Um, I need confirmation. <laughs> I mean, you see, would I watch it again? Probably not. Mm. You know, it's like one of those things. I don't. I don't think it has rewatchability on it. Oh no! Uh, what? No, no. I'm just saying that's a shame. Yeah. So, uh, it's it's one of those movies that you just kind of you, you want and done it. I mean, if somebody else was like, oh, you know, do you have Fool's Paradise? I'm like, yeah, we'll watch it, and then you know, you know. I'll sit through it again because, like I said, there were funny bits in it that was kind of like Charlie Chaplin kind of style right. of comedy. Right, that's kind of the whole point. He was like a, back to throw back to silent. He was a silent actor. Well, something happened to him, so he chose not to talk. But and the, and the way I saw it was, I think he wrote it as like a way of the way of some stereotypes that you see in Hollywood that they, he made him extreme, like kind of thing. Like that was the idea. Of the whole thing of, of what was happening to this this character to the to the whole thing, I mean, I still like the first few minutes of it. You see it in the trailer. There's two doctors. They walk up to him. They're you know talking about him, and then one doctor says to the other one, "Is like, oh, is there anything we do? Well, with therapy and time, and and you know uh, somebody with somebody with complete understanding, you know, could." Uh, you know, bring him back to a somewhat normal life, and the, and the woman goes, "Oh, great! When do we begin?" He goes, "Well, he has no insurance. We're going to put his ass on a bus and send him downtown." <laughs> <laughs> to me, that was the best part. Like, it was, it was just like because it's like because he's, he's like he can talk, but he just refuses to talk. No, it's okay. There's there's controversy, Ed. Yeah, because according to an article, they're saying that Cocaine Bear was his last movie that he finished. Yeah. However, Fool's Paradise, as far as like actor, is like the last. The top one, right. so that technically would be the last one that he appears in. So, right. I, maybe he filmed Cocaine Bear last, but he appeared. There, there might have been more he could have right. done in that right. film, but he, but like from where he was to that right. point, he it like it, it worked. Like okay. like like he, right. like Rio, Rio, Ray Liotta's character had a kind of a conclusion in a way. I mean, he could have continued on with the story gotcha. with more interactions. Okay. But if he died during the filming of that, then. But it it fit the way he way he edited that together, so it was, okay. it was good that way. Um, and then I saw this. I I get a lot of emails because you know, like I have a lot Do of ad, yeah, like uh, <laughs> not for the show, no, 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 no personal emails because I sign up for all these apps, you know, that I have on my television for my Roku and on. And one of them is Crackle. So every once in a while, right. they throw like, "Hey, this new movie's coming out," and I look at it and I go, "Well, nah, 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 you know, I'm not going to watch it," you know, kind right. of thing, and I. And I delete the email. Is it like a made for movie? Maybe made for crackle movie? Or? Yeah, the original crackle original. Sometimes yeah. they'll 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 post like weekly. They'll post the new stuff they got that were like AAA titles. Okay, that they they got for free. You know that gotcha. you can watch and it's commercialized. You know all that kind of stuff. Now available free for streaming <laughs> with commercials. But this one caught my eye because of two things. 
the one the basis of the movie and who was in it. Okay. That type of thing. So it's called Virtually Heroes, and it's it's about it's about uh, being in video games. Okay. So I was like, I'm like, oh, so I, that piqued my interest. Sure. You know, okay. Type of thing. And then one of the actors, two of the actors looked familiar, but I can't remember. I didn't really take the time to look up because I just okay. finished the movie today. Um, but one actor, though, I knew, and you'll know, and everybody will know, hence the show, I think, uh, was in it, is uh, Mark Hamill. Oh, so you go in, okay. So we go, okay, right. Mark Hamill's in this, like, crack, Crackle original movie. Okay. Kind of thing. I don't know if it's a Crackle original, but right, right. it's definitely it. like a low-budget movie that maybe, like, they bought the rights to or something. Oh, yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely low-budget, because it's that, it's that where they, they're firing guns, uh-huh. and if they shoot, they show the bullet, like, it's drawn in, like, kind of thing, oh. like that. that <laughs> computer that animated? Computer animated bullet shots okay. type of right. thing. And then they, they have cut footage, I think, of actual war scenes of things going on <laughs> get that b-roll footage going because <laughs> because there's one part towards the end where they had all these actors <coughs> in portraying and i'm thinking no i think he was dead by the time they filmed this like you know like, like wow all right some were old like footage of like them in like a you know, war scenario type of uh, movies you know type of thing because they had this group to get together to find like the final hurrah okay. the final scene um but it, 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 like, like you, if you're waiting, you're gonna wait a long time for uh, if you know if you want to see. I'm only seeing for Mark Hamill. Only seeing Mark Hamill. The movie's it's an a, hour and a half long, it's, and it's, it's an, an hour and fifteen minute. He shows up and he basically walks in. I wish it was <laughs> gets killed in like thirty seconds. It didn't even it didn't even make the hour and a half mark. It was an hour and twenty three minutes <laughs> in, and it was close to the hour mark by the time he shows up. He must have did a day of shooting because that's, that's how possible. That's sure. like like you. I have, did it for scale. Right. <laughs> I'll do it for scale, but you only give me for one day, and that's how it felt. I mean, not like he flubbed his lines or anything, right? Right. But if, I mean, sure. I think like when Kevin got him for Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back, I think he was only on set for a day, like because there's not a lot of Mark Hamill in that movie until the very end. Right. You know, I mean, he probably spent more time in makeup than he had screen time. <laughs> you know, so I feel like yeah, I get it. Yeah, it works. He's like, I'll do it for scale, and I'm in and out for a day. I was, I'm, I'm doing a favor, my kid. And it was the director, and they asked me for a favor. I'm like, sure, why not, kid? Right. You know, did he have like a lot of talking lines? He did. He did. He, okay. he played like a uh, like an Obi Wan Kenobi kind of you know character <laughs> style, like that, like like type of thing. And then there was there was jokes and all. It was pretty funny. Like he like he, <laughs> gave him the end that he should have gotten in Last Jedi. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like there was the, wait what was it? There was the, the, how do I say this? I'm gonna start from the beginning. That's what I want to. Do. Okay. It's about it's about a video games characters that realize they're in a video game. So they're like so an off brand Wreck It Ralph, like in a way, you know, okay. type of thing. But it's like a like a like a uh, uh, what's this Call, Call of Duty Call of Duty style game. Okay. okay, and they're fighting in Vietnam. And these these two guys and. There, you know, and then every once in a while they throw in like video game, like you know, battles, like one on battles. So it's okay. like a, like almost like a Street Fighter tile side scroller, gotcha. you know, type of thing. But right. in the back instead of the side. Um, then there's you know, like like there's bonus rounds and stuff like that. There's bosses right. they okay. have to fight, and then they they die, and then it's like every time they die, it's like press press fire to continue, and they see the fire button go red, the fire word go red so that means they're the whoever's playing this is continuing on gotcha, okay you know type of thing and then there's a girl with the one guy was is in love with and every time they get close she gets captured and has right to she's, continue. The, she's she's the princess peach right 
type of thing. But Mark Hamill, like I said, he was he played a monk that was giving him cheek a cheat code to uh, basically like beat the game, you know, <laughs> and. Like the it was like a Jedi like style montage right. or training. The up up down down, left right, A B A B start, unlimited ammo. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> Pretty close. He made it into a song which was like down down A A, <laughs> left right left right. You know, uh, you know. I, would, I thought it was funny. Um, down down up A. <laughs> Alright. Okay. What was the name of the movie? It was called Virtually Heroes. It came out in 2013. I did look up that one because I was kind of curious because he did look younger than he did does now. Right. So I was kind of I was kind of curious how, how old Mark Hamill was when he did it. Right. It was over 10 years ago. Like oh, okay. 2012 actually. So it's 11 years ago that he did All it. Right. So you're going, oh, okay, like, you know, I... But it was it was just it, it was bizarre and it's like you say for for free you know the commercials weren't that many. Wait, when so was the last when was the last Jedi made? What year? Twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Okay, right so the pandemic. I right, think. right. So my, my my argument is like he gets hired for Last Jedi. Well, for the 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 re, the, the the trilogy, right? Sort of. I'll say Last Je- Last Jedi and 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 what do you call it? Uh, 2017 Last Jedi came out. Okay, so he's like, oh shit, I'm back being Luke Skywalker again. I better get in shape. Also, my acting chops. Let me do a couple independent films first to get my feet wet. To make sure I know how to do this. Before I pull apart the... I pull out the big lightsaber. And be, you know, Luke Skywalker again after all these years. I need something... Oh, so there's like a Obi-Wan Kenobi kind of joke. I'll take that. I have to get myself in a Star Wars frame of mind. So I'll take this knockoff Star Wars kind of character. <laughs> Before I have to go with... No! You're not my friend. It's impossible! He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. No! So it's your feelings. It's to know it to be true. It's impossible! <laughs> well, just think it was... It was... <laughs> It was three years before the Force Awakens. Let's put it that okay. way. Okay, he, you know, he had ring rust. He's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get back in acting shape because I'm gonna be like, it's gonna be such a big part in the trilogy. <laughs> First movie looks sourly and just, and oh my god, what's she doing there? And then end. <laughs> hey, what else you get? I see the movie, guys. And, and then I bought. Uh, which which oh, is a nice cover. Yeah, it's a different cover than because um, through Disney DisneyMovies dot oh. com. Oh. Um, it's the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Uh, you know, oh, of course, I had to complete the collection. Fancy collection. cover. So oh, it's fancy. It's very rare. Hmm. Not very rare. Not very rare. Anybody, 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 anybody it's who, for the people who who are part of the Disney Club <laughs> exclusively for anybody <laughs> to buy it from Disney. <laughs> if you buy it through Disney, Disney Direct, you got it. <laughs> but the thing is, is like we we get like all these little tchotchkes because we get a a lithograph of the film, which, which my wife collects. She has a a book. She collects all the lithographs. All right. And then we get pins. We get free free. Okay. Pin. Now there's only limited amount of. Choice, I should say, not in quantities, but choice of what pin you could pick. But uh, oh, okay, yeah, I think we got pretty much most of them. I guess I should start looking into that. I buy Disney movies, and then and then if, after a while, like if you buy, I'm like, a D three member, right? D twenty three member. 
But if you buy if you buy like two movies after that, you get the, the VIP club. Oh. And then you get like you buy one movie, you get one off half off. Oh, which, look at you! Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, obviously you're dipping your toe in that well. Yeah. <laughs> and every once in a while, they throw you some kind of little thing. It's a little chachki. Yeah, you, you saw us laying around. I figured you want it. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Thanks. <laughs> it's petrified poop. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. I didn't, I didn't get anything else digitally, I don't think. I'm trying to remember. No, I didn't. <laughs> Ed's got to go check. I, there's, you know, there's like, there's like these deals, and I'm, I'm like, you know, swimming around and swimming around. Uh-huh, and I go, uh-huh. and I, I'm, I'm going to buy it. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to wait. And then, then I miss out. I fight, I'm fighting. I, I'm, I'm fighting more along the lines of like, oh, there's some, I have some, S, some standard edition versions of digital stuff. And it's like, oh, well, if I buy these three movies, it's like, I'm getting this movie and these two upgrades for free. Yeah. Like, there's one going on where it's like, um, I forget what movie I wanted to buy, but I could get Clash of the Titans and Wrath of the Titans, two movies they already currently have mm-hmm. that are not on, like, $5 sale. They're, like, normal price, but I can upgrade them to the HDX versions. And I'm like, uh, maybe for 15 bucks or $12? I'm like, I don't know. But I, I haven't pulled the trigger yet either. I kind of, I'm always like, eh, am I buying it? Am I really going to watch it, though? That's, like, you know, yeah, I, just, I, I just I already have it, and I haven't watched it, so what's the point of upgrading it if I'm not going to watch it? I feel like I'm obligated then. <laughs> right, like, I, I've been I've been circling around three movies, because it's, it's, there's a $5 weekend, right. and then three for twelve ninety nine. Right, right. And, so it's and, like $2 less, so it's like, oh, okay, and I'm like... One is a movie that that never goes on sale. It's called Split Second with Rock, Rickard Howard. I am always circling that one too. Yeah. Uh huh. And then and then they have the extended cut of Hercules, the right, the Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Johnson right. right. And then one that I've I've, I've rarely seen on five dollars and uh, you can't scan is uh, Escape from New York. Right. Um, I okay. Again, I'm I'm circling. Split second and uh, Escape from New York. I have a love hate relationship with buying because a part of me feels like, how old is this movie now? Shouldn't there be like an anniversary collection coming out sooner or later that maybe they'll they'll bump it all up? And I'm always like, do I want to buy it? Do I not want to buy it? Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Uh, I think it's the same. Um, I the problem with me is that I go through and I look and I go, I have. A few times I was like, "Oh, five dollars movies. Let me let me buy this movie." And then I look, and it's part of a bundle where I could have gotten that movie and two other movies I really wanted for thirteen dollars. And I'm like, "Oh man, I, 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 I because this is such such first world problems." I'm looking at a lot of the movies. I'm going, "Have it, have it, have it, have it." Do I need it? Do I want it? Oh, I like these three movies, but I just bought that one. Son of a bitch! Now I have to kind of force myself for a third one that I'm not really sure if I want. In the, I want in the first place, right? Right? Because yeah, usually that's the problem I have is with like, like when you buy that three for and it's cheaper, uh-huh. and you're going all right, and then I'm like, I see one I really want, right? One I semi want, right? And then I have to find a third one. I'm flipping through the list. And I'm like, and there's really nothing like, here. Like I keep uh, circling Scooby Doo live action Scooby Doo one and two. I enjoyed those movies. I kind of want to have them. I don't own them, you know, at all. And I think they're like ten bucks a pop, but they're part of that. Like buy three for fifteen, and I'm like, you know, do I want them? Don't I want? Uh, I keep going. I, they seem to always be on sale, right? So I never feel like I'm going to be losing out. Uh, like Tank Girl is another great, another one that keeps popping up, right? Yeah. I don't own Tank Girl at all, and a part of me is like. 
well, I remember watching that movie. Did I enjoy it? I'm not sure. Because the part of me is like, do, do I really want to... What's five bucks? Who the fuck cares, right? right? And then the part of me is like, well, no, 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 no. Let's be a little, a little more frugal with your choices, you know? Uh, I did buy a couple things, though. Did um, you? Yes, I did, Ed. I'm assuming we'll slide into my DM. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, all right, so I what I bought... Well, let's... I had a weird, weird, um, okay, let, <clears throat> we, something we didn't touch on yet, we should have opened up the show with. <clears throat> Paul Rubin's passing away. Oh, jeez. What? Yeah, I know. It's, it's hard. It's, it's tough for me to talk about. <clears throat> I <laughs> really does. Really? Yes. Um, for those people who, anybody who doesn't know who Paul Rubin's is, stop listening to the show. Um, oh, don't do that. Well, I mean, those, those four people? <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I figure if you don't know Pope Paul Rubens' pseudonym is Pee Wee Herman. Right. Pee Wee Herman has passed away, folks. Now the world is not as funny as it should be with silliness. Right. Like, uh, to this day, I know you are, but what am I? I've been saying it as a kid, but it just seems a little bit more impactful right. when Pee Wee does it. You know? <laughs> um, of course, Spleen from Mystery Men. Yes. I mean, stole that movie. Where you know, pull my finger, <laughs> like you know, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, not yeah. the TV show. Um, he also, believe it or not, a lot of people kind of skipped over this. He had like a five episode stint on the Blacklist, where he wasn't funny at all, mm. he, but he was a killer. And seeing him act like he, he was also like a little crazy, mm. it was kind of it just. He just stole the entire episode every time he was on. Like, I was like, oh, my God, Paul Rubens, this is going to be great. And he was – I got watched him. I'm like, this is probably one of my favorite episodes of, of, of The Blacklist because he was just so good and, and so – I would have liked to have seen a spinoff show of just that character. That's how good he was. So if you get the chance to see Blacklist with him in Black you – know, um, yeah, I mean, there's the, there, there's a long list of, of, of stuff that, like, oh, yeah. even voiceover stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like, like Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. But I always loved him, and, and this is one of my favorite movies, you mm-hmm. know, like, type of thing. Uh, Flying the Navigator. Okay. He plays the spaceship. Right, you know, like, right, type right. of thing. You know, like, like there, there, so it's like, there's little things that he was in that made me chuckle, you know. Right. And it's just like, you know, and you're going, you know, oh, you got the right person for the job, you know, kind of thing. Like, he fit the bill perfectly. And I'm, just, and I'm like, stumped on uh, other voiceovers that he did. But I was thinking about it the other day because I was, I was actually kind of going through. And I, because, you, you know, you see all the stuff on. Um, well, people make like you know like oh. tributes and all to them on, yeah. on Facebook. So I'm like looking through, and I'm like, oh my god, that's right, he was in this, and you know he he played the uh, the parents uh, of the father of uh, Penguin in twice ba- in Batman Returns. Right, he was he played uh, Penguin's father in Batman Returns, but then they brought him back as Penguin's father for Gotham. Yeah, I was like, all right, good, know your roots. He was also uh, Pat from Bob's Burgers. Uh, he was yes. in the Connors. He was in five episodes of Legends of Tomorrow. He was Dybuck. Uh, he played an episode of What We Do in Shadows, which basically they looks like they brought back his vampire character from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, <clears throat> he was the voice of Ivor in Minecraft Story Mode. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just unbelievable. Like Wilson's Heart, Gotham. 
He was a Willard Wyler in Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Zombies in Space Land. He was a voice. A lot of voiceover stuff. Obviously, Pee-wee's Big Holiday. Blacklist, five episodes. He was Mr. Vargas. If you need, if you haven't done anything, just YouTube Mr. Vargas. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Um, if he was in Phineas and Ferb. Star Wars Rebels. He played RX-24. He played Batmite in DC Lego, uh, Lego DC Comics. Batman Beleaguered. Hmm. So you know, so I'm like, that's a good one. Obviously, he played in some episodes of voiceover Robot Chicken, Scooby-Doo, the Smurfs. He was Jokey Smurf in the Smurfs, too. Hmm. <laughs> he was Pavel in Tron Uprising. Yes. Uh-huh. Also, Batmite and the Brave and the Bold. So that's good. They brought him back for that. Uh, he was in, he, just let you know, he was also in WrestleMania 17. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Like everybody seems to go to WrestleMania for some reason. Because it's you know, it's the world stage, Ed. Everyone sooner or later, it's it's a fanfare. It's, it's you know, um, everyone knows knows Pee Wee Herman. Everyone will always know Miss Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. I, I think that you know, I, if you're a child of the '80s, '90s, I would say more like '90s. Uh, 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 oh, he played he played a drug dealer, or, or you know a. a a du- like a drug like supplier for in the movie Blow with uh, right uh, okay yeah I mean like I said there's there there is some there is some there's some good comedy stuff and then there's some good serious stuff as well that he was in that right just worked very well and it just uh, he was just that that perfect scale actor you know like I guess all good comedian actors <laughs> yeah can do you know can really do uh, uh, dramas really well and it's just kind of scary but yeah. They're trying to think. Uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse, eighty six to ninety one. So, I mean, I, I clearly I was not glued to the TV watching Pee Wee's Playhouse, but it was like the secret word is this, and every time someone said the secret word, everyone screamed. Right. right? Um, my sister watched it, so she was obviously affected by it. Um, then he disappeared for a little while because uh, I would say uh, <clears throat> got into a little trouble before the internet, kids. Before you could freely watch porn on the internet, there were little theaters that you go to and to, you know, let's say, you know, be intimate with yourself. <laughs> All right? Um, <clears throat> he got caught, basically, in one of those theaters. Uh, in fact, someone called and snitched on him. Um, and it was a, you know, movie theater and where adults hang out. There were no children or anything like that. And it kind of... Like I said, before the internet, before tabloids, uh, and and it went everywhere. It kind of ruined his career for a little while. He kind of like went underground. Everyone thought he was he was he was done for. Mm-hmm. And then um, after a few years, he came back. And I remember him being. I, I want to say it was David Letterman. I don't remember when or where, but I remember he came out as Pee Wee Herman for the first time in a long time. And he's just standing there, and you could see the nerves, how scared he is to be there at that moment. Mm-hmm. And he just goes. Have you, have you heard any jokes lately? Yeah. And and the place roared and clapped. Because and, not for nothing, I kind of felt like you got a raw deal. Like, I mean, he was an adult. He was doing, you know. Well, the the, the, the problem was is that, like, because he was P.B. Herman. Right. And it was an adult show. Like, that's the thing. Like, like there's an HBO special that's more mm-hmm. adult than, than the thing. And then right. somebody goes, we can make a Saturday morning show right. out of this. So right. that's what ended up happening. That's why... Pee Wee's Playhouse became right, what it a was. Kid, yeah, it was very that very that Pee Wee's the Pee Wee's Playhouse the the Broadway show mm. with um, 
uh, Paul, not Paul, whew, um, Phil Hartman. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it was it was kind of adult. He was like supposed to be just a guy, like, yeah, I mean, it was an adult. Yeah, boy, was it. <laughs> yeah. And it was just saying, like, like it was one of those one of those shows where they where, where they go, you know, this is great, but they, they a lot of people said, like, for him, it was like, it would be great if this was a kid right. show kind of thing, because the way you perceive and your innocence and blah, 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 you right. know, like, and, you know, and, and he, so he went with it and it, it, it lasted for five seasons. So he was blew up, man. blew it up, you know, like type of dolls, thing. cartoons, t- I mean, fuck, right. Man. It was a phenomenon, and it was the type of thing, though. It was just like, and then, like, you know, he's an adult. <laughs> like, he goes, pleasures himself. Like, you know, you, you really, and that's the thing. Like, kids, if you see one of those adult theaters, if they're still around. <laughs> I doubt it, but yeah. Don't pleasure yourself. Yeah, you don't go in there. First of all, the floors are sticky. The seats are sticky. You're going to have somebody, everyone knows why you're there. Unless that's your thing, maybe you get off on that part. Like, you know, and the worst part about it is. When he got arrested, he was basically, I'm going to say, the anti-Pee Wee Herman because he had the goatee going. Yeah, the Van Dyke going. The Van Dyke going, which always made me think of evil Spock from from Star Trek. Because like, oh my god, it's alternate universe Pee Wee Herman. He's got the goatee. He's got the. He's got like the. <laughs> the thing was, is, like he's 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 hiding from himself because he doesn't have the clean cut, right? You know, the buzz cut, the, the, the shares hairs long, well, right? So he's like he's hiding out. He like he he doesn't want to be recognized, right. but he goes and he gets caught because he's probably like <laughs> as he's as he's, as he's touching himself. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to come. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Squeeze my boobies. What? 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 I'm going to come. Tell him Large Mart sent you. <laughs> so, so. I remember being in a... Um, I mean, obviously, I was an adult when he got... Snagged when he got, and I was like, I don't see the problem here. He was, it wasn't like he was, you know, doing it in like a, a show in a Bambi, you know. <laughs> it was the idea, it's, and that's the thing, like, and, and that's one of the, 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 the stereotypes. It and was that's in Florida, too. So, why I don't like Florida much? <laughs> well, <laughs> the idea was is that get caught in Florida, <laughs> tugging one out this America's penis. The idea is is that he was he was regarded as a child's sure. celebrity right. type of thing, and he does something that's right that's impure right. and not adult. It's adult, but he should he, kids look up to him, right. you know. And you are an icon, and you have to act differently because of those things. It, and it's it's eventually you know pulled him into obscurity for a while. <laughs> 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 so yeah, there you go. Yeah. Also, too, and we are. We're stuck with a conundrum. Conundrum. We're, we're in trouble, Ed. I don't know if you know it or not, but Twitter's not called Twitter anymore. No, it's called X. Right. So now at the end of the show, you follow us on X. At <laughs> <laughs> Geeksters. <laughs> I mean, you plug the show. Stacy was the one who brought that to my attention. She's like, hey, um, don't forget to tell Ed that, you know, like starting now, he's got to... You know, when you guys do your ending of the show, you can't be like, follow us on Twitter. doesn't exist anymore. Now, follow us on X at com or whatever it's called. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. the, the, the if, you, if you go to Twitter, it automatically forwards you to X.com. 
Yeah. Because yeah, I have a still saved as Twitter. Because every once in a while I'll go to Twitter to change, you know, okay. thing. Yeah, because I there's a lot of things I have to do. I started making changes to the website uh, a couple weeks ago because there's some things that we just don't do anymore. Right. And, like there's a message board we don't deal with that anymore. No one, no one I, messages us because <laughs> it's all save like, the bandwidth, Ed. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing that kills us, it's like it's like things for Viagra or you know like. <laughs> Like different different thing, like just like people posting like right. It, it's shit. It, it's, on it. it's spams. Right. It's like, hey, would you like to have your penis enlarged? Listen to Geeksters. <laughs> if, uh, feel constipated? Listen to Geeksters. Life's got you down. Listen to Geeksters. <laughs> Do you have anal leakage? Listen to Geeksters. <laughs> so. so. Yeah. <laughs> we're the we're the cure that'll ail you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's we got rid of that, and then um, you know I, at this point I, I I even got rid of the page where where to find us because it was still pointing people to Aquanet Radio, oh. which I don't think it's Aquanet Radio. Anymore. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I got rid of that page, you know, kind of thing because it's like anybody who knows you can go to Google or or uh, Apple or any of the other podcasting sites. We'll be there, so uh, you know we're 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 all over the page. Um, yeah, so the so that's that's uh, what what I've been. So, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah. So forget, forget tonight. We're talking about Twitter next. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. So I got I got to switch that now because it says Twitter at the top. It says Facebook and Twitter. So I got I got to switch. Ex geeksters. <sighs> also, too, Ed. I know you've been following the saga of my Smallville issue, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> For those people who don't remember, back in July. Smallville, the complete series, was on sale on Amazon for a hundred bucks, right? Yeah. So I bought it. Yeah. I get it. The digital code. I put the digital code in. The digital code was expired, and they would not let me redeem it because it expired back in the beginning of the year. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I was mad. I was upset. I was probably a little bit more mad at my wife at the time than I, you know, than at the situation itself because there was I wanted it to be my Christmas gift, and she kind of blew it off. And because she blew it, had I gotten it for Christmas, I would have gotten the digital code and everything. Code and every, every copacetic, no problem. Hundred bucks spent, no problem, right? The universe provided that week. Weirdly enough, Smallville went on sale digitally for fifty bucks. Right. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm buying it digitally as well." So for one hundred and fifty dollars, I got Smallville, the Blu-rays, and then I also got the digital version, which yeah. was about. Roughly about what it would have cost if I bought it, let's say, a year ago. Yes. And not on sale. Right. I got an email earlier in the week, Ed, from Amazon. Uh-huh. They gave me a refund. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember... Like weirdly enough, I'm I'm like maybe in my anger. I was like, oh, I'm gonna fucking get a refund. Like, because to me, the whole point of what's the point of getting a refund when they're just going to replace it with the exact same, same thing? thing. And right. I'm still it, it's it's this never ending loop thinking maybe this code will work. No, no, maybe this. And like I'm like, well, fuck it. What's the point? I don't remember if I filed. I must have filed a a, a complaint of some sort or right. tried to do something. I don't know. But I got a notification like, hey, we're giving your your money back for it. And I'm like. Wait, what? And I'm like, well, what do I do? And I was like, Stacy, I don't know what to, you know, tell my wife. I'm like, I, I mean, do I send it back to him? And she's laughing. She's like, did they tell you? And I'm like, no, they just gave me a refund. I was like, you know why, Sean? Because they don't fucking care. 
<laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, they probably got the, you know, they got, you probably got your email. And they're like, oh, okay, you know what? We'll just refund it because it's probably just easier just to do that. Give him his money back than to send out the product again. It's going to cost too much money to do the whole round trip thing. Uh-huh. It's not like they sent me a box. And they were like, you know, like sometimes when you sit, get a refund, they're like, oh, well, here's, we'll send you a new one, throw the old one in the package, and then ship it out. Right. Well, some, I didn't even get that. Sometimes what they'll do is they'll actually make you pay for the shipping to go back. Right. Okay. Because it goes somewhere down the south, I think in Georgia somewhere. And you, you know, so they, they, you get the label, but they charge you. And it's like a small charge. It's right. Small fee or whatever. Or, yeah, it's like a 5% restocking fee. Right. They call it. Yeah, that type of thing. And then, and then you either get a new product or, or whatever, you know, type of thing. Now, for open DVDs and Blu rays, I know from past history, you get, you, you do, you can't return it. Like, it's right. like, it's unreturnable, basically. Right. You have to, you can get another copy of it if there's something wrong with it, like a disc to scratch. Right. It's they'll a, replace it, you know, no, you know, no questions asked kind of thing almost. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so that's kind of amazing. Did they give you a full refund? Full refund. Gave my hundred bucks back. hundred bucks wow. plus tax. So I basically got everything for 50 bucks. <laughs> nice. I, I, I'll be honest. I'm like. I don't know what I did. How I, I mean, I don't remember filing any kind of complaint. I might have, maybe I bitched. I don't know. Like maybe, maybe they or, listen to the show, right? <laughs> right. Somebody at Amazon <laughs> listens to the show. They look, just okay. For the record, if somebody does listen to the show for Amazon, can you be like a sponsor or something? Can we get a little sc- some some for the effort? Yeah, you did show. You got a hundred bucks back. <laughs> <laughs> we gave you a effort. No fuck off. Right. That's all. That's no, it. Entertain us, monkey. Right. <laughs> Throw my poop. <laughs> um, he throws his farts around. Why not his poop? <laughs> Here you go. Um, yes, I was like, holy crap. So I immediately, Ed, went and pre-ordered two movies. Because <laughs> I was like, well, I got my money back, and there's two movies that are coming out. I want to I make sure I pre-order because I'm kind of not sure because also Guardians came out, right? Yeah. It came out Tuesday. Yeah. Wednesday, I went to go shopping for it, and it was sold out. I couldn't find it anywhere. And then I was like, having problems with your credit, your debit card. And I'm like, there's no problem with debit card. And I thought, well, maybe they're just doing that because they're sold out everywhere. Yeah. Turns out they weren't. There was like a maybe a I did have to update some information. But I, too, bought Guardians. Uh, I bought it at Oxford Valley. I bought this. I got the Steelbook edition. You okay. know, I'm fancy because I got uh-huh. uh, uh, <laughs> a bougie that way. I mean, you can buy the 4K stuff too because you got a 4K Blu-ray player. Just saying. Um, the- I refuse to pay 4K prices. <laughs> That's why do you think I'm getting the Steelbook editions only? <laughs> Gives me a little something for the effort. Right. right. Um, <clears throat> but I immediately also did pre-order the Flash, okay. which I have to pick up because they can't send it to me so which means they're probably you know are going to be there right now they're selling the ones that are going into the stores i guess All right. so when it comes out i think later in the month i just have to stop by my local best buy to pick up my copy yeah i think it's the 29th or yeah something like that. yeah like it's like the it. 29th and then uh the week after i think is uh spider-verse uh we call it the, the spider-verse right uh, so i pre-ordered that one too that's going to be delivered to the house so woohoo so I pre-ordered those two. <laughs> All right. So when I get them, I'll let you know. Um, but like I said, I did buy Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I haven't watched it yet. Uh-huh. I wanted to watch it, but I've been busy and tired. And I know it's a movie Stacy wants to watch with me. So it's about trying to find that moment because I don't want to be 
like, hey, I'm going to watch it, and then be kind of like, oh, my God, it was fucking amazing, and then have to be like, oh, I'm going to watch it again. Like, I kind of want to have those moments with her. Right. Um, I did also pick up, weirdly enough, Pee Wee Herman's Dies. Guess what goes five bucks for the movie? Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'll buy that movie. I remember enjoying that movie. I also, weirdly enough, I don't, this is me just being like, I'm just going to do it just to get it done and over with. Assassin's Creed for five bucks. Okay. All right. I didn't own. I don't own the digital version, so I was like, "Oh, it's you know, 4K Blu-ray, 4K for five bucks. I'm in." Um, then because I have all those points for the Universal movies that I buy, mm-hmm. I picked up. Um, the, this new month has new movies that are available for free using right. those points. I picked up uh, the extended cut of American Gangster. Oh wow! I've never seen it. Never seen it. it's with Denzel Washington. Yeah. It's based on a true story. Um, my dad liked it. Stacy said she's seen it a couple times, and she really liked it. And I've never seen it, so I'm like, "Oh, here's an extended version for free. Guess what I'll buy?" You know, only cost me a thousand points out of the seven thousand points that I had. Okay, and I'm like, All right, "Not that scratch." Huh. Um, also, I finished um, Secret Invasion. Okay, good, good. Uh, I didn't, I didn't hate it. No, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it. It didn't answer, I mean, I don't know, I mean, the questions that I had didn't really answer any of the questions I had. It did go, okay, when, how long has Rhodey been a, a spoiler, how long has Rhodey been a scroll? I was like, okay, that goes back to at least after Civil War, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't, but like, because he was in his hospital gown, you know, he was, so it's got to be, it's, and he couldn't walk, it was like they were carrying him out. Yeah. So I'm thinking, was he a scroll like immediately at that point? Oh, well, they don't they don't they don't really go into like when he was a scroll. It just kind of gives you a, a frame of I reference. I think it's after. I, I well, th- I think it's after Civil War, but I don't know. Like, I'm assuming I didn't see his legs move, but again, I think because he, he's got the the Iron Man legs, right? Because my my question though is is like the the now because now you're probably making me think about this crap. Um, the, th- the thing is, is that, like, Tony gave him, like, that ability for him to right, walk. Right, gave, you know? yeah, gave him the new eye. Like, so, like, how can you fake, you know, an injury as a scroll? Right, well, he had... It, well, here's another question I always thought, through the entire series. You have, you know, you have Rhodey there, and not once does he ever get into the iron, the, the war machine armor. Yeah. Which makes me think, does he have access... Do, does the scroll have access to the armor? Did he ever? Right. But he must have because he was in Avengers Endgame. I mean, if you think about it. Right. Because he, it, it, it would have been a, a scroll back then. Because like I said, when you see Rhodey, he's in his hospital gowns. Like he's in the hospital. Yeah. So you're like, okay, so they must have kidnapped him at some point and brought him over. But I mean, was it like when? Because even when they had uh, Bilbo Baggins, what's his face? Martin Freeman. Yeah. Look over. He's like, Rhodey, they got you. When did they get you? Because... Like and Stacy was a little confused there for a moment. She's like, "What? What do you mean?" I'm like, "Well, he probably knows about the scroll invasion and stuff like that. And he knows they're taking, but he didn't know Rhodey. He must have interaction interacted with Rhodey a few times, must have mm-hmm. before you know the this whole incident starts. So at some point, I'm like, okay, well, it had to be after Civil War, but before Infinity War, because yeah, it, at some point." To kind of put like a timestamp on there, yeah, 
you know, because he was in, he was in his, it was in hospital gown. See now, now I gotta watch. <laughs> now I gotta watch like, like basically the last third, the whatever five, 10, 15 minutes, minutes of it. You know, the, 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 no, I mean they like the all the movies like, uh, like Civil War on. Oh go, right, you know, and you just go. You know, like, is is there a difference? And you know, obviously right. there won't be because I right. don't think they inserted that right. in there. They, yeah, you know, I'm just like, all right. I mean, that's interesting. I, like I said, I didn't hate the I didn't hate the show. I thought it was pretty good. I think people give it a bad rap because it's not the formula that they that most people are used to. Well, the, I think I think it's be, it, I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's a bad show. I don't think it's a great show. That's the the thing. It's a one and done. It's a one and done. It's a mediocre show. Yeah. It's not it's not terrible. Going oh I hate this. It's but it's not like oh we got to watch Secret Evasion like straight through right, right. You know, right before Miss the Marvels come. I mean out, I, then, I thought it was fun when they were looking at the harvest. I was able to kind of pause and go like okay there's that person that person that person. Well that that's a new name. Oh that's it. Uh, oh all right. Like you're just kind of like yeah. oh. All right, because like because we talked about it on the last episode of, I was confused because I he made it sound like it was just the Avengers, the OG Avengers from the first movie. Right. Clearly, it's not because of all the DNA. There is even DNA of of people who they never even introduced yet. Yeah. I was like, oh, fascinating. All right. So there's yeah. So there's a there's like a B team of people right coming out. Right. That, you know, don't even know about yet. You're going. And they already interacted with them, apparently. So, right. You know, and you're going, that's cause kind of sucks. Uh, I also, I didn't watch any movies, but I did start watching Futurama again. Okay. Because it's on Hulu now, the new, the revival. Right. Uh, that's all right. It's Futurama. I don't feel like it missed a beat. I mean, it made some, it made some really good, like, meta jokes, you might say. Because um, they're on, it was, uh, now they're on Hulu, and... The plot of the first episode was that Fry doesn't feel like he's ever really accomplished anything. Yeah. So he decides to binge watch every single TV show that's ever been made. So they go to um, who? So it's it's like a it's a play on Netflix, um, or it's yeah. it's a it's a play on um, um, on Hulu. Uh, it was like Fulu or something. Very yeah. It's, and you're like, okay, um, yeah. I mean, it's okay. It's funny. Um, also, been catching up on Mythic Quest on for Apple TV. Okay, very funny show, Ed, especially if you're a gamer. It's uh, made by uh, the guy who created uh, Always Sunny, uh, Rob McHelen. Mac, that guy, Mac from oh, It's Always Sunny. The guy who's part ownership in the football league uh, with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's. Pretty much all I I did. So I mean, what's what yeah? You I've been I've been watching. Uh, I watched the first episode of Futurama. I'm I'm like, oh, I gotta get back to it. And it's like it it's it's weird because I'm like, I never think about going to Hulu right away to right. To, to watch another show again because I still haven't finished the History of the World Part Two yet. Oh really? Yeah. So I have to go back to that too. You know. Uh, also, too, um, this week, this weekend, for those people who live in the Philadelphia area, um, the monster, the monster mania was this weekend. Oh yes, <clears throat> um, our friend Dave Sipon was there, and so was my my sister and brother in law. They go and take my nephews, and they go every time, all the time, like like clockwork. This is one of those moments to be full disclosure and to be you know, be a little more intimate with our audience. Ed, it's one of those times where I miss. Have, not having my weekends because mm. working in retail, I have to be working weekends, and I can't really take off on the weekends to go enjoy anything like this anymore. 
Uh, it kind of sucks too because it's definitely like those Lost Boy reunions. We know how what a fan of that I am. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> there was just it was it seemed to be like uh, we call it Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street was there. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of those things where I'm just like, oh man, like I kind of hate my job. But I can't be like, oh, fuck you, I quit. Because if I quit, then I can't go to these things. Right. And I can't go to these things because of my job. It's this catch-22 thing. Um, I'm probably sure if... I'm also short, severely short-staffed, so even if I had the ability to go, I probably couldn't go, have gone anyway um, because of that. But I'm like, my sister, though, who I love, clearly she doesn't watch... She, she doesn't listen to the show. Or at least not as much as she claims she does, because mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna. I'm gonna. I have, I have a series of texts, and you're gonna hear her say. I mean, she's gonna say something, and then immediately backpedal. Okay. <laughs> All right. There we go. All right. So she uh, first she sends me a photo which of Alex Winter, um, because you know it's a Lost Boy reunion, but he's also from Bill and Ted, right? Mm-hmm. The problem is here's the photo that my sister sent me. Right, it's my two nephews and my sister and him. They're doing the air guitar, right? He's just standing there. <laughs> not even joining in. Hey, guys, I'll be honest with you. It could be a standee. Right. Right. He could just be standing there smiling. And I'm going, well, he couldn't have joined in? <laughs> He's probably like, no, I, I don't. I get paid or, to or do that. the smile <laughs> on his face is like, everyone does this around me. Yeah. I mean, look at that. <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> like. Oh, look, I wasn't expecting that. Dick. See, look at that face. Like, eh, <laughs> like, eh. <laughs> That is a standy. He's, <laughs> He's not really there. He's not really there. He's not really there. <laughs> uh, so then she tells, that was, that was you know, like fr- a Friday, because they spent the weekend there. Um, since she, today she texted me two, two funny things, right? On Saturday morning, I was in the elevator with Tyler Maine. He played Michael Myers in Rob Zombie's Halloween movies. I didn't say anything to him because I didn't want to bug him, right? Yeah, that's the part where she's mansplaining, right? Because I'm like, why are you telling me who Tyler Maine is, right? Because I'll get to that. And second, Saturday night we took the elevator back up to a room with Heather Lankencap, that's Nancy from A Nightmare on Elm Street. Again, she had to clarify who that was. Yeah. Again, makes me feel like I'm the one who took you to that fucking movie. <laughs> 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 like, I know who she is. You don't have to tell me. Like. <laughs> So, uh, my response was like, cool. Um, I know Tyler. Ed and I went to a screening of his movie, Compound Fracture, and I'm calling on Geeksters back in our Aquanet radio days. And I was like, like, did you say anything to her? Like, you know. And then she, like, about an hour later, she's like, yeah, I thought of you guys when I saw him. I told told the boys about that. Like, you probably told the boys about that right then and there. There, right. You know, not back when you're like, oh, my God, that's Tyler Mayne. Did you know that he talked to your Uncle Sean? Like, Nothing, nothing. I know it. Be honest. <laughs> and then she added that she was telling the person next to her on the elevator that the Monster Mania was playing good movies that night, like The Thing. Then Bob told her that Rocky Horror Picture Show was playing at midnight, and she lit up. She's like, Rocky Horror? And that, that was like, hey, nice. <laughs> Just like, my sister is like, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, Tyler Maine, the guy who played, you know, I just felt like going, oh, yeah, from that movie, don't forget he was the original Sabretooth in X-Men. Uh, you know, I just I just felt it going like <sighs> try, trying to fansplain mans who, who these people are, and I'm like, really, you're gonna tell me who who Nancy is? I, you were four when I took you to that movie. <laughs> just for the record, that is, that, is, that, is, that, is, that 
it's just too <laughs> the man the man who probably lived watching videos of of thing and knowing actors like i you right. know i give you a movie and you'll know who i'm talking about by actor or whatever you know like they think because i can't remember any names at all but he'll remember it and she has to explain to you <laughs> right I'm who like, this person is i'm like, I'm like what who because i'll be honest with you I tell Sipon, now he's been doing this, if you look at his pictures on Facebook, uh-huh. of who these actors are. Because mm-hmm. I'll be like, I'm like, I'm like, Dave, who is this person? Yeah, You're, sometimes you, you go like, I don't know that person. Like some, like some actors you know. Like, like right. they've, 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 they've <laughs> transcended from horror. Right, like Keeper Sutherland is, is there right, right. now because of the Lost Boys. Same with the guy who plays Michael. Uh, Jason, Jason Patrick. Patrick. Right, you know, those are two, like, you, they could walk into a room like, Keeper Sullivan has no business being there. I, I, no business. <laughs> Jason Patrick, though, because he, he, he is a little bulkier than, right. than, you know, before. So he might be, like, you'd have, like, a picture, you'd be like, I kind of know who he right. is, but I'm not sure, because he does look different. Um, uh, Harry Hamlin, he's there. Right, right, you know, right. Type of thing. Like, you know who he is, like, type of thing. But, th- like, he's been putting their names, thank goodness, because I'm like, and, and now I can look out, like, who they are. Right. Like, you know, like what did they do? You know, okay. Because like, they don't look anything like the photos when you go to the website, when you go to right. monstermania.net, and, and they're, you're looking at the people because they use old photos. Oh, sure, they use the photos that, that you recognize. The, like Corey Feldman's there, right? Yeah. Corey Feldman's there, and, and Dave's got a picture of him and the other guy who played the Frog Brothers, because, again, Lost Boys Weekend, which again is another reason why it fucking hurts that I can't go to these things. So I would be like, oh my God. Right. I also would probably have to go by myself or meet my family, meet my sister and brother in law there because I don't think Stacy would go because she thinks it's it's ridiculous to stand in line to get an autograph from somebody. Like she just, she's like, when I talk about it, she's like, yeah, I don't, I don't get why, why, you, why you enjoy that. And I'm like, <sighs> That's the thing. Uh, like, like, you, you kind of have to drag her there because it's it's not really it's not standing in line and getting the autograph. It's the it's, it's the ambiance experience. experience. And I try telling her that, but we both work in retail. And we're both managers, so it's not like we're ever going to have that moment where I'm going like, "Hey, honey, I'm going to go to Monster Mania. Want to come along? Let's go. It'll be fun." And then I'm standing in line for like four hours just to get Kiefer Sutherland's autograph. Like, you know. <laughs> Well, that's why, like, I don't think, I don't think Sipon got his autograph because he's gotten smart. Like, he's now getting well, photo he's, ops. he's a fucking ninja. He just, no autographs, he'll just go for photo ops. You know? That's, that's, <laughs> that's exactly it. Cause it's like, I forget what, there was a convention before this that he went to. Right. And it's like he barely got anybody's autograph because he goes, he knows he's going to be standing in line for three right. or four hours to meet one person. And you right. got like an eight hour day. You're like right. half your day is gone. Yeah, I agree. Trying to get like one person. But off. at least with the photo ops, you're in, you're out. You already have a, a you know, you're going to meet them. Like there's no like guesswork, you know, and you just, you lean in. Hey, hey, thanks. You know, <laughs> Yeah, I just I'm like, <sighs> but when we looked at him standing next to um, Corey Feldman, I'm like, Corey looks a little long in the tooth, you might say. All right, and I'm like, that's weird. No, no, let's 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 call a spade a spade. He looks like shit. He does look like shit. Now I know he's he's had a rough life. Yes, he's, you know, he's had he's, a rough life. I'm not uh, just you know sometimes you know wear and tear on a body and yeah. as as a as a person of up there in age, I. I shift around in the seat because my butt hurts and my legs hurt, you know. So I get it. So I'm cu- I was curious. Go ahead. I just want to say this because this is this is great to me. It's one of those moments I wish we had a video. It's the thing is is that 
we're talking about this before we're, we're going uh-huh. on, you know, type of thing. And he shows me a face, shows me Corey Feldman's picture with uh-huh. Dave or whatever, you know, type of thing. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And he's like, he looks terrible. I'm like, yeah, you're right. He does look terrible. And Dave <laughs> <laughs> Sean says the words, I look better than. I think I look better than Corey Feldman. Because here's the thing, Ed, Ed Barry, the lead. I wanted to say, oh, Corey Feldman, he's a year younger than me. And I don't look that. He's 52. I am 53. Okay. Right. right. That's I, thought, I, said. I thought he was 53. No, okay. he's 52. I'm, I'm a year older <laughs> oh, than Oh, then he's him. worse. Then. Right. See? <laughs> I'm like, no. I, you know what? I was like, <sighs> just, just for a moment, I'm going, he looks horrible. You know, I mean, yeah, sure, I'm overweight and balding, but I'm like, I, at least I look like I'm not a for, like a shell. <laughs> I mean, he, he's put together much better than you are, though. <laughs> right? Because he's got like hair. He's got <laughs> hair. He's got. At least it looked like real hair. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I'd have to question that to be honest <laughs> with you. Hey, I, I'm, next time you see Dave, just go. Come on, let's face it. Looks like he was wearing makeup. <laughs> he always wears makeup. I look. I, I just there's say, there's times I'm like, there was an interview he was doing, and I'm thinking, what's with all the makeup? <laughs> like, like it's he's not going on. He's not acting. So. I need. I'm, I'm shiny. Give me some powder. <laughs> I'm like, is he wearing eyeliner? You know. He well, he's also he's got that singer like thing. I mean, I don't know if you ever seen some of his video footage of singing and stuff. No. Like, oh, really? You should. You know what? And I'm gonna say you should go down a rabbit hole. I've <laughs> fucking. In fact, we don't have a lot of articles. So I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna do this now. Let's just let's just hear this. Let's hear this atrocity. You've now. never heard Corey Feldman sing? I've I've been avoiding. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yes. Wow. Uh, I don't want to remember Corey Feldman, the Corys, the way they were. I, I refuse. The last the last time I, we were at a monster, I think you and I were at the Monster Mania Convention. Right. Where Corey Feldman, Corey, Corey Haim was yeah. at. Yeah, yeah my, my brother-in-law was fucking with him all day long. I, was, I, I blame him for his death. I do. At first, like all day long, he sees Corey Hames and he points and goes, You're Corey Hames. He's like, Hey. And every time, because Corey Hames had, uh, he must have been, uh, people would say he's probably, he seemed to leave every like few minutes from his interview. Because he went for a smoke. He went for a smoke, but right. he was like, like chain smoking. So, like, every time they were out on the floor, every time we saw him, my, bro- my uh, brother in law would just go, Hey, it's Corey Hames <laughs> the entire time. And people were like, oh my god, and he's like, hey, and like trying to rush through, and like, I think he like threw like a, 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 what do you call it, an empty cup at my brother-in-law at one point. It was, I'm sorry, it was an empty smoke pack, because was, it was like Marlboro in the soft pack, and he threw the pack at him. It was just... It's like a fucking like, hey kid, I don't he's have it. Like I don't, he's like, I'm gonna get that fucker. I don't, he I, says it again. I'm gonna. I don't have a hockey jersey or a football jersey to throw at him, so I'm gonna give him something he'll never forget. My empty cart, my empty pack of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a few weeks later, he passed away, and I'm like, oh. Let's see, can I get here? Okay, here you go. But he right. looked like shit, Haim. You know, at the time, and it's like, it's a shame. <laughs> Oh my God! Really? Majestic, who is also a friend of Michael's. There's going to be some MJ moves coming here in a minute. Uh, No MJ moves. Yeah, it's kind of a similar style of dance. 
because we grew up dancing together. Him, so yeah, he'll he make my idol, obviously, yeah. and a lot of my influences. So you have that feeling it's about to go down in here. I also go have it. Really Let's do this. He doesn't say he steals Michael Jackson's move. They just get him. They go. He has a singing career, Ed. He does? People pay money for this? No, 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 God, I, 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 I don't need to see him. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to say this. <laughs> I was in a band at one point. We had to go through. We went through some changes because of people leaving or whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So we had like a couple of singers to come in and try out. Right. And they were let it better. I, and I turned them down. <laughs> and they were better than he is. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Here he is. Corey Feldman on Howard Stern Show in 1992. But, oh, yeah. Okay. All these girls look like they're, they all look like Kelly Bundy's. I mean. No, not no, 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 not after Domino's. Four seconds. I'm not Domino's. Yet. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm kind of hungry. I think I'll get Domino's. Ugh. Ugh. Domino's. No, come on. I don't witness this. Witness that. Skip the ad. About, it's called What Up With Youth, and it's about what's up with the youth in America today, gang violence, drugs, and that kind of thing, trying to make the world a better place. 1992. Yeah, I relate to that, for sure. Let me tell you something, man. I'm not kidding. I really do. <laughs> I don't know why Howard's yeah. drizzling, man. Yeah, you're running He's got a bald cap on. That was a steady he did. He did live before... Before serious, okay. he was doing like live shows okay. that he would record. And I think CW, not CW. Uh, he's got the moves. Look at the moves. <laughs> What's with the short guy next to him? Oh, I don't know, but he's wearing. There's a short black guy wearing a mini or a grass skirt. Uh, that could be because it's on Howard's show, so maybe it's probably just goofiness. Like I'm looking at, there's Howard. He's dancing the with somebody, but and these girls look like Kelly Bundy ripoffs. Oh yeah, I mean, tease blonde hair. <laughs> like it's almost like a dance like show. Yeah, because you know, because oh, I, I can't, I can't watch anymore. It's Google Corey Feldman on Howard Stern, 1992. Oh yeah, it's a banger. <laughs> what is up with the youth, Ed, in 1992? I mean, let's face it. If anybody could talk, it's Corey. Because I mean, oh, what's up with the youth, Ed? <laughs> he was. Oh my God! How old was he? He was. I mean, well, 22, I mean, 21? I mean, he was probably 21, 22 at that 21, point. Yeah, because you know, we're only a year apart, Ed. <laughs> And I was born in the 70s. 1970, actually. So he was born in... He's a year younger than you. Yeah, he's a young... So, so he was 1971. So, so he, in 1992, he would have been 21 years old. Yeah, 2021 years yeah. old. Yeah. Like, around there. Yeah. I mean, he's a youth already at 2021 at that moment. But... <laughs> Corey. I mean... No. <laughs> but hey, Dave's got a photo with him. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, not for nothing. No, I mean, they, I, I don't no, have a photo with I'm, him. I'm saying, like, I, I, if, if I had Corey Feldman, I'd be like, yeah, can I get a photo with you? You know, sure. Because it's like, I look better than this train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, like, you know, I was a fan. I, I liked a lot of his movies. You, you know, could, you could not escape a, a kid movie in the '80s without him being in it. Right, St- Goonies, Stand by Me, fucking Lost Boys, License to Drive, Dream a Little Dream. I mean, I the list goes on. The Corys, Corey Ham and Corey Feldman. Yeah, it was just nothing. Bang, bang, or bang, or one after another. <laughs> just. <sighs> a lot of defenders on that one. All right, so Ed, so uh, I gotta know what's coming out this week on DVD and Blu-ray. Not too much, not too much. I have to say, I get but to save some money. But uh, uh, this one you might be interested in. I uh, doubt son it. Son of a bitch. I doubt. No, you won't be interested. I'm telling you. Uh, Fast X is coming out. What? Fast? Oh, Fast Ten. Uh, Fast Ten is coming out. No, I don't care. <laughs> I'll watch it. I watch it when it comes streaming. It's got to be streaming like soon. Like, <laughs> of course, though, you can get the 4K of all ten movies in one pack. The you know the, the fast X. Look, I, full disclosure, Ed. I am waiting. I own. I only own two Fast and Furious movies, five and six. Both star both when The Rock f- first appeared. Yeah. You know, and they were, I would say, almost direct sequels to one another. Wait, which ones? <clears throat> five and six. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm now waiting. I'll watch. I've seen all the other ones, and we thought the last one was horrible. Just bad. Now this one is just looks just as bad. It's so bad, in fact. I saw a clip of Jason Momoa, who's the bad guy, kind of makes fun of fucking Vin Diesel about family. Jokes about family. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they've gone meta. They have to have gone meta. Like, and then now. This is our show. <laughs> right. It was about family. Jason Momoa, or whoever wrote, uh, <laughs> this is Jason, this is Momoa. <laughs> anyway, uh, I know that there's the 11 is supposed to be the last one, Yeah. but now they're talking about maybe splitting 11 into two parts, so there might be 12 movies. Oh, God. I, I probably will wait until the very end. When I know they're not making any more Fast and Furious movies, then I might have to go out and, and splurge and get the complete set of fast movies, just for nostalgia purposes, just to watch a, a movie go from a, a, a normal premise. What are you looking for? My remote. Uh, looking for a normal pres, uh, you know, preference of like, hey, it's about a cop and trying to bring down a ring. I know you're like, you know how much money you're gonna be spending? I, I, no, no, uh, I, no. My, I my mean, thing is, at ten the bucks first, a pop. The first movie was they were stealing TVs and VCRs. Right. It was about I, uh, a guy trying to break up a, an illegal street racing team. Now it's fucking spy versus spy. Fast and Furious. It's legitimately the last movie they were in fucking space. I thought I was kidding. I was like, where are they going to go into space? Sure as shit, they went into space. I don't know how they could top themselves in this in ten. I, I don't know where they're going to go. What more ridiculous little factoid they're going to bring out now? I mean, it wasn't until in fact, fuck, even back in when The Rock started, he was trying to bring them in because you know. Paul Walker kind of leaves the life of a cop and becomes a street racer, <laughs> you know, and then becomes like some sort of international jewel heist. Per- it became, it went from 
Fast and Furious to Ocean's Eleven, Ocean Eleven on wheels. And now it's like, you know, they get Kurt Russell and they're like an underground spy ring now all of a sudden. It's now, I'm like, I'm waiting for his car to go, wah, 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 wah. Um, it's a transformer now at this point. I don't, I don't, I don't, the movie has its own spinoff with Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> I and, why, and, why don't I have on DVD? I have not watched. I, good one, I, I haven't good watched. I think I, I watched. Uh, I remember watching one. And, it's your standard. I hate you. You hate me. But we have to get along. To, it's turn. It's Tango and Cash, right? <laughs> I mean, that's what really it is. Just, I still haven't seen it. I, I think, but I, I remember seeing the first one. I second one was that with the one with him and uh, uh, Paul Walker and. Ty Diggs, no, not Ty Diggs. Well, I mean, uh, are we talking? Where are you trying to get the, the plot of all of them? No, not the plot. The the, the main the main characters. Because um, too fast, too furious. But yeah, that was that was that was out without Vin Diesel, right? Uh, I think so. I think that's when they bring in Han. Um, I no, no Han no, was no, Tom Tokyo Drift. Drift. I think that was three. four. Three or was it four? four? Maybe, maybe three. Yeah. You know better than I would. I can't find them. I, I all right, hold on. Try to do on the screen here, and I can't bring them up. So. Fast and Furious movies. All right, so could be three. Uh, Fast and Furious and Too Fast, Too Furious. That was in two thousand and three. Yeah, that's with, with Ty Diggs. Yeah, and, Ty. Um, um, and then uh, <laughs> show more. Uh, then it was it's Ty Diggs. That's not Ty Diggs, is it? Yeah, Tyrese Ty Gibson, Diggs. isn't it? Tyre- no, sorry, Tyrese Gibson. So, yeah. I apologize. Yeah, and Ludacris. And Ludacris. Yeah. Uh, then there was Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, which was two thousand and six. That was three, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Um. Then four is where I think right it came just back. And it became right he came back and it's just called Fast and Furious, right? Yeah, and then because uh, that was that was Fast Five, right? And then Fast and Furious Six, Fast and Furious Seven, uh, then eight is the Fate of the Furious Ed, <laughs> and, and then, the Fate part was at the eight and right because they had to you had to, how do we squeeze in the letter the number eight? We'll make it oh Fate Family and eight. You know, because they can't do eight is enough. Because at this point, it was. <laughs> no, let's do two more: F nine and Fast X. I, I just Fast X. I, 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 just, kinda, I feel like oh, man, I'm bloated. Get some Fast X in you. <laughs> I kind of want to like binge him in a way, like just like sit him like back to back there and, and just, watch but but Fast and, just, and Furious. Well, well now here, but the then pro- I'm like, and I don't think I don't have it in me to do it. Like I don't think I have enough. Like <laughs> you, you, you gotta do those, those t- TikTok movies. One movie in watching the Fast and Furious. Three movies in watching Fast and Furious. Seven movies watching Fast and Furious. It's all about family. Like just, just, it just you just get a bald cap by the end, <laughs> and then just a wife beater <laughs> sitting in front of a bowl of pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Watch as Vin Diesel goes from ripped to having himself with a spare tire. <laughs> I mean, by by what do you call it? By Fast Six, he's at least he's standing in, in there. By Fast Seven, he's you know in a profile with everybody else, so you know, you don't see it. Uh, f- uh, Fast Eight, it's just him and. The Rock, he's an F and he's an eight, and then F nine. It's everybody because now the Rock's not a part of it, but he's standing there with his arms crossed because you don't want to see my gut. <laughs> Fast X, Fast Acting to Acting. Just, just like I was, I was dying to see Triple X Return of Xander Cage, the third, <laughs> the third movie, and going, 
Fuck, he let himself go. He really is a triple X. <laughs> what size shirt is that? Triple X? I can't, I'm not surprised. I am Groot. Stick to that, dude. Because <laughs> there's parts I'm like, I'm like, dude, you need to wear a shirt because that vest you're wearing, you see, you see fat hanging. Like, out of it's it's not for nothing. Like I'm I'm a chunky guy, so I try to wear make make sure my shirts are baggy. Yeah. One thing I don't like is I have uh, a, a hernia. And so my belly button went from an Audi, an Indy, to an Audi. Right. So it sticks out. So I have to watch, the sh- my, I have to watch my shirts so you don't see it. I'm kind of embarrassed. Right. His shirts, his, his shirts are so tight that you can see his, his gut is so pressed up against those shirts. You can go, I can see the indent of his belly button. <laughs> like, dude, you sh- let it go, man. Just, just go up a size. <laughs> just one size. That's all. Exercise. <laughs> Exercise. Exercise. You know, you're, that's the problem. You're driving nice. all around town. You know what you're not doing? Walking. You're not, you know, driving. Uh, let me get in my car. Oh, I'm angry. I'm going to go to shopping. Who tacos? Nothing about family. Nothing about family. Family, family dining for one. <laughs> oh, you eat family buffet. One. Kicks in that door. One family? No, one person. Oh, man. Golden Crowl. Here I am. How many, sir? One. One family? No, just me. <laughs> just all I need is I want to, I need, I need, I need a knife, a fork, a knife, and I want you to just throw a plate my way every 20 minutes. <laughs> Doesn't just, I'm not even getting up out of this chair. I'm here. I'm Vin Diesel. Every 20 minutes, just throw some shit on a plate and just push it near me. And, and just like a trough. Just dump, dump it in this basket. Just make sure there's no bones in it. Everything's a, everything's a we call it a, 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 a shepherd's pie of some sort. It's chicken and corn and mashed potatoes and gravy the first round. And it's like steak and you're... Quick, throw a cherry pie his way. Running out of food. It's all about family. He ate his. I am Groot. You are. You're a forest at this point. <laughs> so fast ten, and all the movies are coming out. Let us move on to the next one. Fast ten. Uh, okay. uh, Dreams is coming out. These are all 4K releases, by the way. The next, the next set. Dreams. Dreams is coming out on 4K. What's that one. Uh, good question. There we go. We're gonna. Who's play. in it? It's a 1990 film, and it's waiting for it to load. Dreams, 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 dreams. I hate when they don't give you a description uh, right away. Yeah, just the movie title. That means no one's in it. A collection of tales based upon actual dreams of director Akira Kurosaki. Uh, all right. Kurosawa. Kurosawa, uh, sorry. Kurosawa. So it's a... Uh, yeah. Move on. Move on. <laughs> all right. Uh, then we have Ender's Game is getting a 4K release. All right. Ender the Dragon is getting a 4K really? release. Really? Yes. All right. My oh, now you now you have my interest. All right, <laughs> All right. and Swamp Thing 
is getting a 4K. And then you re- lost it. <laughs> <laughs> you had me, and you let me go, Ed. You should have led with Swamp Thing. <laughs> uh, Little Nicky is coming out for the first time on Blu-ray. The, 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 the hey, I know what movie it is. I'm like, all right. Uh, I mean, it was it was a cute movie. I'm explain it to you. Uh, uh, right, man, explain little Nikki to me. It, <laughs> it's when Adam Sandler was still doing that <laughs> accents. Now he's a real actor. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> the grown ups too. <laughs> um, and then finally, for uh, thing as uh, uh, TV, uh, 1923 season one is coming out on Blu-ray. 1923. That's the, the yeah. It's that one with uh, Yellowstone was the thing, and it's a prequel oh, with Harrison okay. Ford and Hayden Damon. Okay, gotcha. I didn't know. I forgot the name of the title of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to video games. All right, I don't, uh, nothing coming out. Gord, uh, developed by uh, Covenant Dev and published by Team Seventeen for the PS5, Xbox One, Series S and X, and PC. That's coming out Tuesday, August eighth. Then we have Tower of Fantasy, developed by Hoda Studio and published by Level Infinite for the PS5, and that's also coming out on Tuesday. Then we have WrestleQuest, developed by Mega Cat Studios and published by Skybound Games for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series SX, Switch, and PC, and that's also coming out on Tuesday. Then we have 30XX, uh, developed... <laughs> the sequel to Fast 10. <laughs> <laughs> we made it in video game form. Uh, developed- there's, there's a couple Fast and Furious video games. Is there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, developed and published by Batter Batterby Staple Games and pa- uh, for the Switch and PC. That's coming out uh, Wednesday the 9th. Then we have Atlas Fallen, developed by Deck 13 Interactive and published by Focus Entertainment for the PS5, Xbox Series, SNX, oh, and okay. PC. That's coming out Thursday the 10th. That game looked okay. Then we have Stray, developed by Blue 12 and published by Anna Piranha Interactive for the Xbox Series S and X and Xbox oh. One. Coming out Thursday the 10th. It's already been out though, yeah, for, the for the PlayStation. PlayStation right? It was a PlayStation exclusive for a while. Then we have Stray God, the role-playing musical, developed by Summerfall Studios and published by Humble Games for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, Switch and PC, and that's coming out Thursday the 10th. Then we have House Flipper, finally. House Flipper. House Flipper. that game. <laughs> Developed by Payway SA and published by Empyrean for the PSVR and PSVR 2. And that's coming out Friday, August wow, 11th. Wow, like the realism of being a realtor. <laughs> hey, let me show you the house. Walking through. Here's the cabinet space. House Flipper VR. Um... <laughs> Also, there is a game that's actually out now on the PlayStation Five that I'm I'm debating whether or not I want to buy. Okay, uh, High on Life. It was uh, an Xbox exclusive. Uh, it's now on PlayStation Five. It's the first person shooter made by the guy who did uh, Rick and Morty, all right. where all the guns talk, and it it was hysterical when yeah. I played playing it. I really like loved it, but I don't know if I can justify sixty bucks for the game. Right. A part of me is like, ah, wait. Because there is a game coming out later in the month, uh, beginning of September, Baldur's Gate 3 is coming out for the PS5. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're doing a physical release, but everything I've seen about on the PC version, the game looks fucking great. Or at least visually it looks great. I don't know how it's going to play, but people seem to be pleased with it because it's uh, a full game. There's no mm-hmm. DLC. There's no pre-order bonuses. There's nothing. It's a 
fully formed, functioning, finished game. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but as a Baldur's Gate per- player, I'm I'm interested in, in getting my hands on it. Mm. You know, and it looks very like um, there are moments at the top down. It looks very strategic. Like, oh, I have to move this guy over here, and then you know how many moves he gets. That that kind of thing. Right. <clears throat> I don't know if I can still. Get, I don't know if I can get back into that way of playing, but I'm, I'm definitely gonna buy it because I feel like I need it. Okay. Um, we talked about the Disney racing game that I'm playing, Disney Speed Star. Yeah. Um, still playing that. Damn you, Disney. Because the new season pass is out, right? Uh-huh. Which I got for free, the pass, and it's Lilo and Stitch. So I'm playing, I have Lilo, I have Stitch. So I'm like driving around looking like Stitch. Like, hee, hee, hee. You know, like, uh-huh. and I'm like, I'm having fun with it. And it's like this little rinky dink ass game that I'm not pumping money into. And, at least not yet. <laughs> to get anything uh, it's not like Fortnite where it's like oh look here's the Terminator I need to buy that why I don't know because <laughs> it's cool to run around as a Terminator blow I mean, stuff I, up I'm legitimately dressed right now in Fortnite as Schwarzenegger um, from T2 he's got the bandolier of the little the rocket things but I also have Ash's because um, I bought Ash as a character he has uh, the shotgun in the sleeve thing mm-hmm. so I have that so he's running around with the shotgun, and he's got this little emote where he's extended on top of a, a, a the tractor trailer truck, you know, the the front part of the tra- tractor, yeah. you know, um, <clears throat> and running around just shooting people, <laughs> you know, and every once in a while I'll run around, dun, 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 dun. I, I, no, that's not, I'm like, I, I don't shoot you in the face. <laughs> Sarakana, boom, 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 ah. <laughs> Dog was me like I'm fucking nuts. <laughs> like ah Ripley, let's go to the chopper. <laughs> and then I can make him to either be like like regular Arnold or fucked up Arnold, where it's like he's got the glasses on and his one eye is like you know like from, yeah. you know. And then there's months prior, there was a bundle where it was the Linda Hamilton character, Sarah Connor, and then the exoskeleton. So I was like I was running around just like the exoskeleton, like ah. <laughs> <laughs> Dog just stares at me. I'm like, I the Ripley. Let's go shoot him in the face. <laughs> so, all right, Ed. I got some news. And, uh, you know, it's you know, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, again, not much. Actually, um, I only have two articles, Ed. All right. I mean, again, not really much happened in the world because of the strike. Yeah. So it's not like they have a lot of... Uh, there is entertainment news. This one I thought was... Well, <clears throat> this was... Uh, Jonathan Frakes, good old Riker, is really pushing for Star Trek Legacy. <laughs> I don't know what this is about, but it, I saw it on Yoohoo and it was from Superhero Hype. Because a quote, they can't deny the fan reaction. Uh, Jonathan Frakes is very hopeful that Paramount will eventually greenlight Star Trek Legacy. Per Variety, the Star Trek veteran threw his full support behind the spinoff idea pitched by Picard showrunner Terry Mattelis, insisting that there's more than enough interest from fans to pursue the story. Uh, here's a quote. I think they can't deny not only the fans' reaction, but the fact that the numbers put the show at the top ten of streaming charts. And that season, and that season of Star Trek: Picard was arguably among the best seasons of any Star Trek. 
I think we all agree on that, Frank's, ex- uh, Frank's explained. I mean, Star Trek's for fans are loyal. It's not millions and millions of people, and it's not the youngest fandom in the world. <laughs> I don't think that's the right, right quote. He's like, you know, <clears throat> I think we all agree that, I mean, Star Trek fans are loyal. It's not millions and millions of people, and it's not the youngest fandom in the world. He's basically saying, like, hey, Star Trek fans, there's not many of them left because they're all dying off. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I, I Unless I, you're buying pl- Paramount Plus. But, well, that's the, the reality of it. It's just, like, I mean, you get you get younger people. Like, I, I, I have a guy at work that, like, has no idea. Like, he, yeah. he's aware of Star Trek. Right, but he's not it's like part of the zeitgeist of, right, our, of our world. Right, but he's not like watching it, like right. you know, like he's not like into the movies or whatever. Like I think it's just going. That's the way it is. Like you know, like it's it's there's certain things that like you have to like kind of pass that torch on to right. like the younger generation and hope that they like it enough that they want it to continue on. You know, like type of thing, and it, it gets more and more difficult as time goes on. Like for I- us as Star Trek fans, it's not as easy well i mean like okay i started watching discovery yeah the first season and i'm almost done the first season i know that in season four but i'm kind of like i don't want to say it's hard to keep me there because now like they're all for those people who've been keeping up in the first season they're like already in a mirror dimension uh-huh. you know based upon how they transport and they move around and i'm like so now we're already stuck in an alternate universe i was already not i was already just trying to get used to this universe where Brandon is supposed to be Spock's like half sister or adoptive sister, and I'm like, I, what? Like, there's like she's got a lineage that's linked to Spock that was never brought up in any of the any of the canon. Mm-hmm. So a part of me is like, okay, like I and I was like, that's one of the reasons why I didn't want to start watching it. So I'm like, well, it's not my Star Trek. It's not right. Star Trek because the one thing I always liked about Star Trek was that they they were pretty good with keeping. Their timelines and their their stories. stories in in some sort of form where it fits in. There there's a, a decent timeline. Yeah, there's an alternate timeline with the mirror universe and maybe parallel universes here and there. Like I think that the the movies, the new movies, is an alternate timeline, and it was kind of pushed that way. Mm. You know, so like the Kirk and Spock that you know Shatner and Nimoy's their Spock and Kirk lives on in another universe where. Chris Pine's Kirk and you know Zachary, Zachary Quinto's Quinto or... Spock live in this universe because you know and it, it it made sense from that first movie. Mm. So I'm like I'm okay. I can I am smart enough and then and I've seen enough of that shit you know to kind of keep up with this. But when they introduce Discovery, I'm like oh, okay that's neat. And I'm when they go well she's Kirk's when she's Spock's sister. I'm like whoa 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 I don't remember that. And then the Klingons don't look like the Klingons of any timeline. Like I'm like well, where, like and a part of me is like oh maybe this is a different timeline. Well, the the that's Sipon's biggest complaint because he's like he's like every time they they do Klingons uh-huh. they have to redo them and it's just like why like why do you have to keep you know and it's just right. like like some of it's like okay I could see invo- like evolution or like you know like something evolving from like one generation sure. to a next sure sure but you're going some of it's like within that like same time range you're going. 
they did this, and it's like like they did right. a really good job, like especially next generation. Like they, I think next look, generation defined what a Klingon should look like. Right, and it's like plain and simple. Right, because they they were able to spend money on makeup and get right. actual like good effects, and and technology is advanced enough that they can make those prosthetics cheaply and and, and I mean, you these know, guys look like fucking blobs with with spikes on their face. Right, like I'm just like I, those are Klingons, and that part of me is like, okay, well, <clears throat> they're like a very like. What part? Because now this is predates Kirk, right? The, you know the storylines, and I'm like, all right, because Christopher Pike's in in you know, like in season two or season three, so much so that they spun off his show into a Strange New World, right. um, and then now they have another one coming out where the kid who was in Vampire Diaries um, is Kirk. I don't even know about that one. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's another one coming. Or he's in that show, Strange New Worlds, where it's yeah, like, I have it. I I I have Paramount Plus, but I've yet to watch any. It, it was one of the reasons why I got Paramount Plus, uh, and that's part of the reason why I got for for Picard first, just for Picard, because I didn't care about Discovery because it was around before. I care about my Star Trek world right. ends with Picard, pretty right. much. I mean, yeah, I I enjoy the movies, and I can, but to me, like as a kid. Picard, Riker, that gang, and of course the OG crew. That's my Star Trek. That's my world. Right. So when when they start doing like when they start, hey, we're bringing it back. I'm like, oh, let me see what you got. And I'm like, well, shit, I'm already paying for it for Picard. And then I was able to get like some decent movies out of it. Um, I think that's how I saw uh, Transformers, or was that on Peacock? I don't remember, but I saw them the most recent Transformers. Rise of the Beast. Yeah, Rise of the Beast. It was on one of those two. Um, and I'm like, all right, but I'm just like. Just get your time. Like, what is this? An alternate universe? Is this Kirk's timeline? Is it this? Is it not Kirk's timeline? Because even in, like, you didn't see any Klingons yet in uh, the Chris Pine show movies yet. I don't think so. So I'm like, well, maybe it's them. But I still, I'm like, but now, fuck it. They're in a completely different parallel universe, so maybe they look like something else now. Right. I'm like, get your shit together. It's like you don't have to reinvent the wheel when it comes to. Rise of the Beast was on Paramount Plus. All right, there you go. Thanks. I appreciate you for looking up, Red. Um, I was looking up Star Trek movies, TV shows. What the, I forget the kid's name, Vampire Diaries. I think, uh, <laughs> Which one? Uh, it's the um, Paul Wesley. Uh, he played uh, Stefan Salvatore. Okay. All right, now he is Kirk on right. Strange New Worlds. Yeah, okay. He's Captain James T. Kirk. So... Surprise! Huh. I mean, well, Kirk did have um, he did have a ship before the Enterprise. He was captain for a little while on a completely different ship. I think. Oh, was he? Yeah, I think. I think. Do they mention that in the in the episode of uh, Star Trek: The Original Series or something? Or I w- I think you have to read the book again. Go back to books because at least again with their books, they're also good, trying to keep the same timeline. Right. There's the autobi the autobiography of Captain James T. Tur- Kirk. Okay. So it's kind of like it's kind of like and I was here and I was stationed on this ship and and like all right well uh okay Strange New Worlds confirms Kirk was a father in Star Trek the original series all along so so it's not a big surprise that when you go Klingon Master you killed my son David you killed my son David Klingon Master you killed my son. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's 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 in that. 
That's a um, yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, what was the original? <laughs> well, Jonathan. Jonathan Francis. Basically, there's um, what Star Trek. It's Star Trek Legacy. Yeah. Uh, it was originally pitched on social media by the guy who created um, Picard. Uh, Star Trek Legacy was envisioned as a continuation of the next generation set after the events of Picard. Uh, The Paramount Plus series, which saw most of the next generation cast reprise respective roles for season three, concludes with a one-year time jump of steadily setting the stage for another series as Captain Seven of Nine takes command of the USS Enterprise G, along with Jack Jack Crusher, spoiler, Picard's son, embarking on the assignment in the field. You haven't seen the Picard. You haven't seen the nah. Picard show. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> I mean, again, the brand. I think that kind of. Fucks so it's where he's climbing on rocks or something like that, and they beam him aboard when he's trying to. Now. I mean, <laughs> are we? It was talking? like he was like climbing rocks or something like that, and they beam him aboard because he's in trouble or something like that. Well, no, you're thinking Star Trek Five, the motion picture. No, 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 no. All right. No, just, it's, it's another. It's another. It's another Star Trek, another Star Trek episode. It's a show to something else, and I. No, and I, no, no, um, no. The card basically the the first episode. It might have been Discovery or, or one of those. Maybe one of those. Or right. Like uh, it's in 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 the Picard show, first season, uh, they turn Picard into a, a living android. Yeah. Surprise. Uh, season two, it's an alternate dimension where they have to go back in time to save the future. Okay. And third one. Is let's get the bank, let's get the gang back together for one last ride, right? Kind of, sort of, yeah. You know, while trying to save Picard's son that he had no idea he had. Okay. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> no, I, I've, 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 I've gotten everything told to me by Sipon because he watches right, all right. this, you know, like type of thing. Because he's he's more into Star Trek than Star Wars. Right, right. He goes to Star Trek conventions. Yeah. He's, he's part of a. Of a fake Star Trek group. <laughs> he's not. He's not part of that group. Oh, anymore. Think, not anyway. anymore. He abandoned them. He get kicked out. He got no. kicked out, didn't he? No, he, got, <laughs> he, he got left. It. Oh, he left. He I got left. in subordination. I was like, he got kicked out in subordination. <laughs> he left. He's like, you guys are not the Star Trek gang that I originally signed on for. It's now p- too political. This fake ship that we're a part of. I'm out. <laughs> anyway, is, am I even close? No, oh, not even close. Damn. <laughs> no, Sean. The truth is way more interesting. Uh, uh, anyway, what was I saying? <laughs> so you, oh, wait, wait. So he he tells me like everything that's going on. So that's how uh, I know about them. Some rock climber, and there was like you know they they beam him aboard and 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 uh, thing. But it wasn't any of the shows that you saw. Obviously, right? I'm like I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to remember. Like was Picard like, ever in trouble? I don't remember. It was. It wasn't one of the main cast. It was like one of the like one of the sidebar characters. Sidebar, yeah. I mean, maybe there was a, one or two characters. Maybe. I don't think it was Picard. I don't think it was oh, Picard, yeah, no. and I don't think it was in in uh, Discovery. I think it was in Strange New Worlds. Okay, I mean that's possible because they introduced Christopher Pike in it, who was the original t- captain of the Enterprise until Kirk took over. Mm-hmm. But then there's the whole episode where you know uh, Christopher Pike hasn't. Had his uh, doesn't have his degenerate disease yet, where he's in the you know the wheelchair just going with red light, green beep, light, boop, beep, boop, beep. right? That's beep, what they beep. that's what they thought the future was when he just in a box, boop, boop, beep, beep. <laughs> I still remember this. We watched Trekkies, 
and that guy built the chair, remember? <laughs> yeah. And he drove it to Radio Shack. Oh, <laughs> God. Fucking nerds. And the, and the people in the store were like jumping out of the way when the camera guy was coming because he was there like, oh, crap, we don't want to be on television. And the guy was trying to like buy parts because he was building something else. or <sighs> Nerds. Nerds. I have to say, out of everything of Star Trek, that is worth the watch. To watch Trekkies, I mean Trekkies and Trekkies too. They were good. They were good documentaries. They they are good I'm documentaries. The uh, yeah. So apparently, um, he we call it the guys insisted that there's currently no plans to develop Star Trek Legacy. It's signaling that Paramount has enough series in in, in the works as it is. <clears throat> Despite this, many fans have encouraged the showrunner to pursue the idea further. Um. I, well, it's the same. Like I've heard that there's fatigue. There is actually like what they consider uh, Star Trek fatigue because, like, when Enterprise came out, people kind of were not into it because I think Deep Space Nine was going on, and um, what was that one with the uh, Captain Janeway? The Voyager. Uh, Voyager was going on so you had like all these star trek shows but people were kind of getting tired of star trek i also think to the problem I, I think people had with enterprise is that it took place before um kirk era it's supposed to be like you know the first yeah like between if you had to put a timeline on it it's, it's like the first contact and after that right the problem is is that the ship looked too modern right like if you're gonna like to me that was the problem I had like if Star Trek to me up until that point has really really good about keeping a linear timeline about this is where we're at in time Captain Logs date special events so <clears throat> seeing Voyager and Enterprise and Deep Space Nine all in the same time frame they're all in their own shared universe if you will mm. you know and it makes sense to see you know spaceships looking kind of sort of similar. You know, when they talk about Kirk and Spock's time, the spaceships look a little bit more antiquated. You know, in, it makes sense. Mm. But when you get to Enterprise, Enterprise was to predate fucking Kirk's era by a few hundred years, and the ships don't look as they look too streamlined, streamlined and clean, yeah. and they don't look like. How does that ship evolve into the Constellation class? Right. Can't believe I knew. Sean pulled out his nerd card there. <laughs> you know, new. You know, like to pull that out. How do you go from that enterprise to that enterprise, and yet make that enterprise look older than the original enterprise? Right. Like it just to me. And then whenever a show struggles, whenever Star Trek struggles, you know what you do? Time jump them. Right. It's like, oh, now there's time wars. Like what? I'm like not once. It would be different if they mentioned like the time wars and like. Like some sort of episode of Next Generation or Voyager or Deep Space Nine, and you can go, oh, okay, I can see where they're gonna you're gonna track with the show, but you're like, oh, now Cap, now Captain Archer is fighting a time war, and he's you know jumping from timeline to timeline, and he's trying. I'm like, I, I'm out. That's why you got five years, not seven. Right. <laughs> like they probably had a seven year plan. They canceled you at five. <laughs> Better than the original series. That's right. Still two more than the OGs. <laughs> uh, so I mean, like, and I want to, and I, I think that now because of streaming, in my own personal opinion, um, is that 
if you were a Star Trek fan, Paramount went, well, now you have to buy our stuff. Excuse me. Star Trek to me was the Paramount didn't have much new stuff, so every once in a while they'd be like, "Here's the Picard Blu-ray set of his favorite episodes on Blu-ray." We got to keep that merchandise coming, folks. Got to keep right. that merchandise. Keep that, you know. Keep going back to the well. What can we got? Well, we can do like you know Picard's favorite episodes. We could do Riker's specials. We keep doing that. That sounds great because you know why? Those Star Trek people just eat that shit up. Throw in an extra fifteen minutes of something, and they're buying it. Right. You know. So part of me is like, I get it. So when they when they made Paramount Plus, we talked about on the show that they're going to do a new Star Trek, but the only way you can get it would be on Paramount Plus. I was like, well, I don't, I'm never going to see that because I have no desire to get Paramount Plus. Now, fast forward, I'm, I'm like, I got it, I'm watching it. But it took me a long time to get there and that there's some people out there who still refuse to do it. I think that they should have gone local TV or at least local cable, not not like, you know, Philadelphia cable, but like a like sci-fi channel or something at right. the time, you know, like something to get it out to the mass market instead of going. We're going to charge people, and our Star Trek fans are just going to come with us because a lot of them didn't. You know, well, I mean that. Well, that's. I mean, you're right, but the thing is, is like what what they do now versus what they did because it used to be CBS All Access, if you remember. Mm. That's how it started. Right. And they were ridiculously priced compared to right, all the right, other right. streaming services of the time. Right. So you're going, fuck you, CBS. And like, they didn't like, have a like, real originally program other than the Star Trek stuff. Right. And they had like no content. Nothing. It was like all what CBS was with like their right. back catalog right. and stuff like hey, And nobody really everyone cared. Everyone loves Raymond coming right. to you know, CBS Plus. You're going, I, I, I mildly liked Raymond. I don't, <laughs> not everyone loved them. Right. Like, it's kind of a jerk. <laughs> It's kind of a weirdo. Right. I don't know. I don't like him. But it's, it's it's one of those things where it's just like – and then when they started, I think when Paramount and them merged, and right. you know, it's like it's like all right, CBS is now – you know Paramount. Well, we've got all the Paramount movies. It's right. awesome, man. Now we can have more, more original content. Right. And then, you know, they, they, they had the, 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 the back structure, I guess you could say, right. to build up this. That's what made it a thing. And then they were cheaper because like, right. it was like – 10 bucks or something yeah, like was, that yeah. and everybody else was like charging like five bucks a month and you're going right. i don't want to pay 10 or 15 right. bucks a month just for for one star trek show that i can't binge right <laughs> it was a week to week thing right. you know <gasps> how dare you make me do it the way i did it when i was a child because <laughs> that's the thing like now i watch because i watch pluto a lot pluto is owned by uh, Paramount. Oh yeah, basically. yeah. There's because like... they'll they'll push their they'll hawk those commercials right. for Paramount Plus over and over again. But they have the Next Generation and the original series on there. Okay, playing. all right. And I watch it because it's like I I, I enjoy both sure. of those. And it's just it just makes me laugh because you you the 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 extreme differences because it's like you know like when we were kids we watched probably so many reruns of Star Trek oh yeah the OG the ori- series the yeah. original series that you go and that was that was the way it was like type of thing right. and then next generation the 60s, came, yeah next generation comes out and you and you watch it it's completely different and I go I summed it up this way the OG had nothing. Like they they had oh, no yeah. makeup they they just oh, had yeah. they just had the actors and some like bad backdrops right like, and that's, hopes of a good episode good hopes of a good episode that they can act their way through this <clears throat> right. type of thing. The next generation 
they were the dumbest people on the planet. And some of the things that they would come up with, you're going, why didn't you just do this? Like, like, right, like I'm already right. jumping to this conclusion that you're going to get to by the end right. of this episode that I'm going to know. Like, and like, and you're like, you feel stupid, like making them feel stupid. I, I like, look, I'm like, this is the future. <laughs> oh my God. I honestly felt this is going to, this is going to sound horrible. And I'm going to get backlash for this. I felt Star Trek, the next generation didn't get good until Gene Roddenberry passed away. Because you didn't have him watching over every episode. Because he was very much no confrontation between people on the ship. Everyone got along. And it was about science and discovering. Any kind of conflict would have to be happening on that planet in that situation. And our people can never be fighting. They can never infighting. Never could be arguing. Like There was never any drama on the ship. What was the name of that document? There's a documentary actually oh, okay. that, that talks about the behind the scenes of the next generation. Right, okay. And you kind of hit the, hit the nail on the head like type of thing where, where it was... But it was supposed to be cerebral. It wasn't. It this ain't your Star Wars of lasers and shooting and all this. We're supposed to be smarter and and not for nothing. I will say that those episodes are smart and that that's that's the TV show. The OG one is the one who made people put people on the moon and and have a space program and become engineers and all those things and and next generation pushed that even further. But I just kind of like, but it wasn't until after, when they introduced the Borg, season three, end of season three, right? Uh Roddenberry was already gone, and they were able to get, like, I think that that show got better after he passed away, because they were able to do a little bit more controversial material, and they were able to kind of get a little bit more, their hands could have gotten a little bit more dirtier, is the way I would put it. Right. You know, well, the the, the the other thing too is just like I said, I wish I could remember the goddamn documentary. <laughs> I think it's called Captain's Log. Captain's Log. <laughs> I think I think that's the that's no. uh, that's what I call my poops. <laughs> so the Captain's so Log. Bloop. <laughs> apparently, it's a series of some kind. <laughs> Oh man! It's, but it's, there's a documentary about right. Star Trek: Generation, and it's like the the ins and outs, and like Gene Roddenberry actually was losing his mind at that point. Right, and he was hiring all these people to like work around, and there was a lawyer that was kind of like a, 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 a scumbag, and he would, uh. he would infiltrate computers and try and like see what they were doing, you know, like, you know, like kind of thing. And there was there there was a whole bunch of like shit that went on. Like there was one guy that hated. Uh, uh, What's her name? Uh, the redhead in the sh- in the show, the doctor. Uh, 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 uh the Doctor Crusher. Doctor Crusher. Gaden uh, Gates McFadden. Gates McFadden. Oh, Sean pulling that name out. So they replaced her with <laughs> <laughs> with the doctor. Uh, well, she. I thought she quit. No, she. They didn't. She, they, they didn't like her. They didn't like her. That one. One of the one of the guys that ran the show didn't like her. Oh, okay. Like, so they, they, we gotta get rid of her. I don't know if he like didn't like her, or her character, or whatever. And they brought in Pulaski's character, or the guy. Well, actually, Pulaski is the character. Right. But they they brought her in, and then when he left, he they gave him like a boatload of money. Going, you want to leave yeah. the show? Like, cause you want it out. We'll buy like, you out your contract. We'll buy you out. And he left. He was thrilled. He walked out. He was all thrilled. And then that's when they brought Crusher back right. because they's like I. I think from the story I heard um, from her was that she didn't – she was a little too demanding, I think. Like she wanted her character not to be just the – like I think she wanted more than they gave her. <laughs> like she I – mean, let's face it. She was exposition at best. Right. Like, you know, oh my god, what's going on? Ask the doctor. Well, this has happened, this, 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 and this. You got to do something. All right, let's go do something. You know, like – 
Riker, Picard, Jordy, Data, those were like the the guys. Like right. those and 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 what do you call it? Anybody who hung out on the bridge, unfortunately, Crusher is in the, the fucking medical bay. I mean, Wesley got more screen time than her most of the time because right. he was actually at least trying to learn how to fly the ship. Right. You know? Um, Troy got to sit there on the on the because she's the counselor, you know, the ship counselor and has to feel everything and let's face it beautiful woman on the bridge right you know so you got that going on in the 80s you know <laughs> the hair uh yeah i mean i also didn't like the, the the her replacement her replacement was a female bones right and that's how it's all like well that's what they wanted they wanted I, they wanted bones I they wanted bones had to, to come back i actually had to kind of describe the next generation to stacy because she's never seen a single star trek episode ever like she saw the third star trek movie like the one of the new guys. So she had like a lot of questions about Star Trek The Next Generation. I told her, I was like, well, I'm like, you might want to even want to, don't, you, you, she, I was like, you cannot handle the, the Shatner Nimoy era. You just can't. Cause it's in the 60s and they look different and they act different. You can't handle this. Like, you know, I'm like, and I, and she's a big Patrick Stewart fan. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I think you would probably enjoy that show. I'm like, I'll be honest, it gets a little rough. And I had to explain like who Data was and how like they kind of they took the because she's like, well, who's who's Spock on the show? Where's why is there no Vulcan? I was like, eh, well, it's because they wanted to get they wanted to steer away from that and they took Spock's logical essence and split him into two people. Like you know, I always felt like we get Data as the logic and you get Troy as the emotional like you know it, the empath part. Wow. Like, and I'm like, you got you can't have you can't have an, another Kirk, but you have Riker, who's kind of like Kirk. He's the womanizer of the group. Right. You know, you got Picard. He's the mo- probably the most original character because he's the – but he's nothing like Kirk. He's super anal and, and number one, engage. Like, right. he's very strict. Not until after Gene Roddenberry dies, he loosens up a little bit. There are four lights. <laughs> <laughs> lights. Um, so I had to kind of like explain them. Like I think you'll probably enjoy the show. I mean, it's kind of corny because it's still in set in the eighties, you know, in night or like mid mid eighties, early nineties, like eighty six to ninety yeah. something. And I'm like, you know, seven solid years. I'm like, and the show's good, and you'll you'll recognize people. The rocks on an episode, you know. <laughs> She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, he's like an alien character, but he's got like makeup on. But it's The Rock. <laughs> You'll see some like up and coming actors who are now like somebody at that time because that's Star Trek was a thing where like you know it was like oh my god someone's famous is going to be on. I mean shit they brought back you know they found ways to get the OG crew back on there so much so they threw Shatner in a movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like he's the only one that didn't make it. It's a Spock, Scotty Bones. They never had uh, Sulu. So yeah, Sulu and uh, Chekhov, I think was. No, I don't think Chekhov was. You don't think Chekhov was? No. I mean, that's possible. I. You know. No, I don't think it's just those three. I think the only ones that made the show because I know Spock made it because he had a right, right. A he whole, had a whole arc. arc, and he's you know Vulcan. Vulcans live for a very long time. And Bones was only in the, the, the first, first episode. episode. Grumpy, yes, <laughs> as always. And the, and Scotty was in a transporter, that right? Was, you know, and he so he had a he had a couple arcs too. Yeah, like a couple shows. Did uh, he? I think he was in like at least two. Was he? Yeah, you know. The, I don't remember that. Oh, he was a two. You can't have Scotty in and be a one-offer. I think, I it, think was, it was a one-offer. I thought it was two. 
I thought it was like a part one. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I have them all on video. I have them, I have them on Blu-ray. Should I watch them? <laughs> I have them all digitally. Damn. <laughs> Damn. James Duhan only got one episode? That's it. That's all he got. Gosh darn it. Wow. Yeah, it was one episode. I'm pretty sure. I would thought, I don't even you know, remember what season I, it was. I, 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 yeah, I'm probably, probably six. <laughs> just look up James Doohan. Do it that way. That's it's easier to go through all the episodes of... Hold on. I have faster fingers. <laughs> James Doohan. So, not, not like we have a lot of, vi- lot of stories to go through. Yeah, I mean, that, that, after this, I got... Uh, oh, James D. Come on. James D, yo. Doohan. D-O-H. James Dirty, James. Come on, fucking. I know it was in season one. James Dohan, there he is. It's got to be season three or four. Uh, 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 I would say. Uh, let's see. Voiceover, voiceover. Star Trek Generations he was in. Star Trek Generations. Uh, 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 I didn't three because I can already see the Lakuta, so both, both worlds. Uh, they just have uh, episode one, ep- one episode, 1992. 92? Yep, one episode. 1992, Ed. It was probably season six. Oh, I was thinking uh, season seven. Oh, maybe, maybe. No, no, no. Go to season six first. Here we go. Do you have a a name of it? Watch uh, watch absence. Oh, Relics. Yep, yep, there it is. Yeah, 1992, you're right. Uh, Season season six. six. Ooh, Sean pulling out the nerd card again. Didn't think that was possible. (laughs) <laughs> Episode four, season six. Apparently, he was also a Chief O'Brien in Double Trouble. Do you remember that movie? It was yeah. these two. It was these these twin dudes, right? But they're like buff kind of guys. It was you know, the, hey, like look, we could be you know Schwarzenegger type, and we're twin brothers. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> he was Scotty in Loaded Weapon One. He was Doctor Landon in the Moore. Apparently, he was the voice of Star Trek Judgment Rights. I think that was a video game. Hmm. Uncle Monty and Storybook. Let's see. Season two. Yeah, season two is when they brought in Pulaski, I think, right? <sighs> Pretty sure. Yeah. Yes. And then season three, did they bring back? <laughs> yeah, but she's only going one episode. Yeah, she's back. Okay, yeah. All right. Anyway, all right. So that's enough of that. He was in two episodes of Homeboys in Outer Space. <laughs> this is like saying Homeboys from Outer Space. Yeah, so uh There you go. There it is. Yeah, that's so that. Riker is uh, on board for Star Trek Lazy. Right, which is basically, hey, let's take place a year out let's uh, do a TV show, a, a spin-off show a year after Picard ended, like because Picard and season three ended and had a little bumper like, one year later. Because he gets both like probably director and actor credits. Because probably, probably. Yeah, I mean, the- he did do it. I did notice the directing a couple directing credits in uh, in the, the last few. Ep- but he's a really good director. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just <laughs> he gets double dip. I'm I'm the director and the actor. I I just I mean, and anything. I'll be honest. Anything he directs in, he finds a way to act in. Like even if it's a camu, he's kind of like the television version of. <laughs> what do you call it, Alfred Hitchcock? Like if you watch the stuff that he directs, 
he's in the background somewhere or he has like a speaking part real quick. He's like the ex the guy who gets you to the next scene in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. You know? No, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh huh. You watch. You watch, watch. Ed. Watch. You watch it, Ed. Uh all right, so this came from now with the strike going on, this is the only other article I got. Um so with this the strike going on, a lot of T V, a lot of movies are are kind of up in the air. Right. Um, however, certain independent movies can get a waiver from the the unions uh, to be able to be made okay. um, because there might not have maybe not have a, like there are certain guidelines, but you have to get them to sign off on it. You know, but okay. you can make your movie provided you do these things, right? <clears throat> so apparently, there's a new movie coming out, being starting to be filmed. Um, it's called the Four Thirty Movie. Okay, it's a right. it's a new Kevin Smith movie. So brand new brand new stuff from Kevin. Uh, Kevin Smith set to shoot his new film with a SAG waiver. Uh, the indie extraordinaire, this is from Joe Blow, by the way, uh, has been given the go-ahead to make his film that throws back his famous movies like Clark and Mallrats. Uh, Kevin Smith is someone who's seemingly genuine, comfortable outside the realm of Hollywood politics. The writer-director has always served his career time on the fridge, a fringe of studio system while at times dabbing his foot into the crux of the big-budget movie. Uh, the foul-mouthed filmmaker has also had the ability to produce a movie at a Woody Allen-esque pace, and his films are made relatively cheap with non-complex productions. Smith has recently been given the green light to make a new film thanks to a waiver bestowed on him from the Screen Actors Guild. <clears throat> Comicbook.com is reporting that Smith is already to move forward with his next project, called The 430 Movie, Smith famously wrote the doomed Superman Live script for Tim Burton, who's um, been Nick Cage. There, it was here that the Jersey. Oh, okay, so uh, apparently he read because he wrote the script. I think he read the script for. He owns a movie theater out in Jersey now, right? Uh, so every he to generate stuff, he he pulls like little events. Um, where it might be like, hey, I have this actor coming on to talk about this movie, or here's something I did and never made the light of, light of day. I'm going to read it to you. We're going to perform it, blah, 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 whatever. Right. Sounds like fun, right? Yeah, he did a director's cut of something <clears throat> a while ago. A yeah, while ago. it was Weeko. We talked about it. It was the Batman, three hour version of Batman Forever. Yeah. The Schumacher cut yeah. that, you know, no, said people didn't say exists. And he said, not only does it exist, I saw it. And, and not, he didn't pay anybody. People were there to see something else. And then he was like, oh, well, since you're already here, let's watch this. Right. So that way he got around of, like, not being, because it's not, Warner Brothers can't charge anybody for it. Right. He got around it by doing something else. So he kind of, like, pushed the envelope a little bit, but I don't think it really hurt him. Right. Um, <clears throat> the, the film is granted a waiver from the SAG thanks to its status, uh, thanks to its status as an indie movie with an already completed screenplay. Uh, the synopsis, according to comicbook.com, says, uh, the movie will star Austin Zajur from Clerks 3, Scary and Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, in the lead role, and centers on a group of teens in the 1980s who paid again to one movie and spend their day theater hopping. Huh. Fucking sounds like my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Smith told the attendees at the live recording, uh, even though the writers are striking, my script was written, so we were we were getting ready to go into production. Last week, we were supposed to be in production, but then SAG struck, and the Screen Actors Guild, and then you can make and you can make a movie without a writer if you got a script already, which we did. 
you can't make a movie without actors. So that kind of killed our plans for the summer move, the summer to shoot the movie, unless we could qualify for a waiver. Uh, since the movie was never going to be a AMPTP movie, um, that's who that's who the strike's against, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, it gave us a chance to apply to SAG and get a waiver. Uh, we were already a low-budget movie. It's only $3 million. Uh, our movie is not a threat to SAG or WGA. It doesn't set back, so it doesn't set back the cause. So SAG gave out 39 waivers already to productions that were three days away from wrapping, one week away from wrapping, or something like that. Low-budget productions and that were not AMPTP-related productions. Uh, he continued. So we applied for a waiver, and we were really hoping to get one so that we could maybe shoot the movie this summer instead of waiting until the strike ends. Uh, here's something I found out last night. We got our waiver. So that, so that means by the end of August, we're going to start shooting the movie right here, and obviously, because he fucking owns a movie theater. How hard is it? Again, ultimate and low budget. Hey, Ed, let's make a movie about two guys making a podcast in a basement. Guess what we got? A basement. Who knew? <laughs> like... <laughs> he needs he needs doing a movie about a movie theater and people jumping from movie theater to movie theater. I don't have to build a set. You know why? I already I own, own a movie theater. Right. <laughs> so we're gonna. It's a movie set in 1986 and it's set at this movie theater right here. <laughs> and it's kind of about me and Cl- and Clark star Oni O'Donnell and our friend Michael Bellicos and what we used to do with our free time was when we were kids. We would go to the movies at a multiplex like this, pay for one movie, and then hop from movie to movie all day long to see free movies. <laughs> all right. So basically, he is writing his is another. Hey, here's what I did when I was a kid. You know, um, it's a Kevin movie. See the trailer. Might be interesting enough. I mean, you you've done theater hopping, haven't you? Yeah, I mean you, that that it's, see see that's the thing. Like back in the day, like it was that it was easier. It was easier because you like there was there was a point where like you would go, especially like if it was like not a first run. Like if if you if you were gonna go see like the Indiana Jones movie or you know or uh, an Alien movie or right. something like that, you're not getting in. Like right. you they, they but you're going oh these movies have been out for like three four weeks. The the audiences are not that big, and they didn't right. care. Like like it wasn't right. like you know because the f- opening weekend was all they cared about. Like the 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 following weeks is just to make the kind of like what other movie can we stretch out the dollar? Like you know right. like well, to make I mean, back then there wasn't those that I would say those high powered like I mean let's face it, um, Lethal Weapon two I think came out in the summer lasted until Christmas. Yeah, you know it was just in theaters or multiplexes. And you're welcome by the way. <laughs> You'll find out. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. I don't. I, not, oh, <laughs> Fire in the hole. <laughs> mm. Anyway, so right. yeah. So like back uh, in my day, there was there was the Orlean or, or Orleans Please. Four, right? Um, and it was just a four movie theater. Um, that's where I was able to sneak in a bunch of friends to go see Star Trek Four. Because uh, back in the day, and this is how we did it. We, me and my, me and two of my friends, we bought tickets, right? Mm. And there were ticket stubs, and they ripped the stubs, and they handed you the stub back. Right. That was your proof to get into the movie theater. Yeah. To, you know, you had to have that ticket stub in order to get in. So we'd find our seats. I would take the two ticket stubs that my friends had and my third one, and I would go outside of the theater because you could hang outside. 
Right. I would hand all three of those stubs to my friends, and they would go into the movie theater and pretend like, oh, I already have my ticket. Here's my ticket stub. And they would go in. Mm-hmm. And then we would do that a few times where then eventually it would come back to me and I'd be like, oh, here's my ticket. Like I already have my food and shit like that. So right. like, I was gone for a long time. I think I got four, we got 14 people in to go see Star Trek Four, <laughs> <laughs> And... <laughs> And it wasn't like, and it was like us, and like we had almost like a whole row, like in the middle of the theater, and passing around popcorn and stuff. It was a good time because we paid for basically, I mean, fifteen dollars at the time. I'm assuming it was like four fifty, five bucks to right. get in, a piece, a piece. Right. Oh, back in the day. <laughs> um, and then, or there was moments where there was this. Then they turned into an eight movie theater, but it was a completely separate building. Right. Um, but then there was the Regal Movie Theater out by I think it's still around there, out like on on County Line Road. It's local reference. What what? It was like a fourteen theater movie theater, and it was my mom. Believe it or not, was the first the person. one on, that one on County Line wrong. Yeah, go on. Really? Yeah, there's another one, an, an, another spot that's... Oh, okay, they just moved it down, except yeah. different name? Different name, it's, yeah, I forget All right. the name of well, it. there you say. go. Well, here's, it's probably because my mom's fault. Because my mom was the first person. I, like, while I would do something like that, I never went to, like, spend the day at a movie theater. Be like, oh, well, this movie starts at this time, if we, and this movie starts at this time which should be just right around the time when this movie ends, so we could leave and go sneak into another movie theater. Never did that. The first time I did that was with my mom. She wanted to go sneak into another movie theater. I was like, what are you doing? I thought it was like a major... First of all, two reasons I felt that way. Number one, I've never done that. And I was like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, nobody nobody in their right mind would go do it themselves, like, the first time. Right. It's always somebody else that would take you... And even my friends never thought about that. Yeah, and, like, like, like the thing. And then all of a sudden, like, somebody somebody does it, and you're going, how fucking easy was this? Right. I mean, the first... Like, my mom was like, okay, let's go see this movie. And I'm like, wait, what? I was like, are you you sure? She's like, yeah, they're not going to... like. She must have done it in the past with my with her sister or something like right. that, because she was very easy with the whole. No, we'll just go in and sit down. And I'm like, all right. Now the movie we saw wasn't packed, which again made my anxiety kick up a little bit more because like they're going, well, they know how many tickets they sold. They could just poke their head in and go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Th- There's two more people than the tickets we sold. Like kind of like that. Right. And, like they're gonna know. You know, they're just gonna know. And they never came. They never right. did it. Like the, they, 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 because there's nobody. There's, 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 there's no, no, they don't no, give a fuck. Nobody walked in and went, oh, it's counting. Let me. There was no assigned seats. Right. There was no ticket number. There was there was there wasn't that kind of a like nowadays you can't do that. You know. Yeah, because like the tickets you got were right. like printed tickets at the time. Yeah. They were like almost like the. It was the, like if you were like on a carnival car- ride. <laughs> right. You might have, and then they got fancy with you know like laser printers. They'd be like, "Here's your movie. Here's your showtime." Right. So you could keep that in your pocket, but you didn't have to show it to anybody anymore. Right. Like there, the, those movie theaters, because there were so many movie theaters, they didn't, they couldn't just have. Back in the day, you used to have an usher. That was right. a job. You, know, you still have that, but specifically in front of that theater to look at those ticket stubs. So like at the Orleans, you would have four ushers, and you'd walk in if you and the colors for those movies. We're different type. We're right. correspondent. Right. So, like, if I would say hypothetically, if I was going to go see Star Trek Four, I'd show them my ticket, but then I couldn't go and take that ticket stub and show it at like um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, right. roughly about the same time, you know, and show it to them. They'd be like, "That's not your. That's not." They would know it'd be completely different person, but they'd be like, "That's not your movie. Your movie's over there." Like they would know, right? You know, but with the multiplex, the big multiplexes. It was just the moment you walked in, let me see your ticket stub, okay, fine, you can go in. And then you pretty much had the run of the place. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like sitting there the first time sweating bullets. I was like, we, we're not going to get away with this. We're going to get in trouble. My mom is the one who, I'm like, I'm, my mother is pulling me into this, this, this torrid ring of stealing. It's just, I was like, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I'm, I'm stealing. Like, uh, there's, there's a, Mom, like, <laughs> she's like, I'm going to get popcorn. You want anything? I'm like, no, I can't be seen. They saw us already going into the movies. You can't go out there. She's like, I was, and it wasn't, it wasn't like I was a child either. I was like late teens, early 20s when I did this. Okay. So it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like I was a child child. It was, my mom was like, hey, you want to go to movies? And I was like, yeah, sure, because I used to go to movies a lot. And it was, it was yeah, me and I, her. Because I think it was, yeah, because I was like. I think it was like 16, 15, right. 16 when I would start going to the theaters without my family because mm-hmm. a lot of times I would see movies like like right. my, like my mom I would we would drag my mom or or drag my dad or whatever right. to see because it's like some of the movies they wanted to see but right. like like it's like nobody really wanted to see like Clash of the Titans right, uh, like, they, right. Like, mom's my, not into mom. Indiana Jones <laughs> right <laughs> hey mom Star Wars your dad hey, dad let's watch Star Wars again I, no I, what's this you know <laughs> yeah you know we like like. Uh, like thankfully like my, my my parents were into some of those movies that we could watch them and then there were some movies that's just like just to get us out of the house right because it was like you know like during the summer like no air right. conditioning yeah. you know because back in the day like they really had like central air or right. enough air conditioners to make your house cool so you kind of had to do things to and that was like how it started you know and I remember going with a friend and it's just like, dude, I, I don't want to go back out to the mall because it was outdoor mall. Right. You know, type of thing. So you would go, oh, this movie's starting soon. We could just walk in. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, we can't do that. Oh, like, what? we didn't buy the ticket. Yeah. And it's the same parent. And it's like that thing. And I like, took somebody else. And the same thing. And they're you're like, sitting there, like just it's just, fine. Excuse me, Sarah. Can I see your ticket, please? And you might step outside of the aisle. Oh, shit. We're fucking out. <laughs> like, you'd think you're like, oh, my God, we're, we're going to be. Like you thought at some in my head they're gonna go, you broke the law, but we're not gonna call the cops. But you know we are. You're banned for life to come to the Regal Movie Theater. I to me that was worse than anything because I'm such a consumer of movies. I'm like I can't go to the movie theaters because I snuck in. My life is ruined. <laughs> well, I was just saying, because like, I'd say like the Regal was the big one, but you had like, right. the GCC, you had the right. one on the one on Canadian Road. So there was there were other theaters you could go to. There was a little deep that little Devons and BJ's right. and all that kind of yeah, thing. There was like one movie theater. This was like you know like fourteen. Like, like, like I say, like you had to you had to pick up because I remember like Sipon and I we would work uh, till like eight o'clock. We would get on a bus. We actually walked because it was faster than getting the bus waiting for the bus. We would run to a, a to, to, to another bus just okay. to get to the Regal okay. to 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 watch a movie like type of thing. It was a Saturday night, and we would try and get tickets. Like we saw Indiana Jones three, and and okay. like, it was, that was like a whole like Blade. The when the Blade movie came out, like like all these movies, <laughs> you know. And we were like we we had to go see them, and it had to be like opening weekend, right? And we would we would like close the the where we worked together right. like, quickly so we could run and then we would wait at the bus stop for like three seconds and right. the bus isn't coming and we run down this horrible street that had no <laughs> sidewalks and all these cars like flying by <laughs> us and with the two of us running down the street which is hilarious in itself and then we would get to the spot where we knew the bus was coming and there Eric came and you're like great because there was no way we'd make it we'd be another like 40 minutes to get there where I grew up in my neighborhood 
because it was a little more condensed, there was the Benner Movie Theater, mm. the Castor Movie Theater, and the Tyson Movie Theater. Now, for those people that might not, you're like, I don't know, why are you naming those three? Those were th- movie theaters that were on the street that they catty-cornered. Mm. So it was, I legitimately could walk from my house down the corner to get to the Benner Movie Theater, maybe walk like five minutes, ten minutes maybe most to get right. to the Castor, and then like an extra five or ten minutes to get to the Tyson. So it was very possible that I could, my friend and I, we the most, a lot of times, start at the Tyson. Now, these are three separate movie theaters, so we would have to pay every time we would go in because they only showed one, one movie. One right. It was one, so, it was, it was one it, screen. Back, back in the day, it was one movie, the one screening, that's it. So, like, you would stand there and be like, like, oh, let's go to the Tyson. That movie starts at, like, five. However, we want to see this movie at the Caster that we can go see a later show at, like, because in the, in the paper... You could see the running time. Right. And you kind of adjust for, like, you know, trailers, getting food. You can go, okay, well, we can hit this movie and this movie because my friend lived close to the caster and we would just, like, crash at his place. Right. You know, or I would walk down the street to the Better Movie Theater. And, like, I remember when Superman, the first one, came out, the line kind of went down and around the corner. Like, yeah. there was, like, lines. Like, there was, back in the day, folks, there were moments where you stood in line and you weren't sure whether or not you were going to be able to get in. Right. Because the ticket the, it would have been sold out or. Hey, we're gonna go see the seven o'clock show. Sorry, that's sold out, but there's still tickets for the ten. All right, let's go see the ten. Oh, oh sorry, that's sold out. Next one's twelve o'clock. It's like you could be you could be standing in line almost all night, going, "Oh, I really want to see this movie." You know, <laughs> <laughs> I remember we was you and I, and it was recently we saw was Bill and Ted, not Bill and Ted. It was it was um, the first. Uh, what was his name? The, the the puppet, the the doll, uh, uh, Thunder Buddies. Uh, fuck. I'm like, uh, Thunder the, Ted. Ted. Okay. <laughs> I'm like the doll and yes. the Ted. Like, I'm like, what? The Thunder. Oh, okay. Ted. The Ted. first Ted. Okay. We, you and I went to the. Th- it was a midnight movie. Uh-huh. It was a Thursday night or whatever. And I think we got tickets. We couldn't get. We it was one of those things we had to buy to. You couldn't buy them in advance. Like they didn't really right, have right. Or they whatever, didn't do that like, a lot. You know, there was no app. <laughs> right. And you went and you got your tickets, and you know, you sometimes you could get them earlier in the day or whatever, and that's what right. we used to do. And I think we got tickets, and I remember it was like a line that snaked uh-huh. through, and then all of a sudden they were so so popular because it ours was like a ten o'clock I think showing right. of it. And then there was a midnight showing. Then they had a 2 a.m. showing. Uh-huh. And then they opened up a 4 a.m. when we were leaving <laughs> yeah. because it was so popular. And there were so many people that yeah. they didn't want to turn anybody away. Right. And all the employees uh. were so pissed that night because <laughs> they couldn't leave. They couldn't leave. They yeah. were there. They were pulling like a double or maybe even a triple that night. Yeah. You know, working all night at a movie theater. While it sounds fun in theory. You don't get to stand and watch the movie. There's shit to do. I right. mean, I can imagine some of those people probably went to another empty theater and just fell asleep on the sofa in the chairs, you know, just to get take a nap, like wake up for two hours. Right. He said, I, 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 I remember, like, like as we were there, like more Ted, like were <clears throat> right. popping up everywhere because it was so big, right. and it was like, and we were like awestruck of how many people were in this yeah. little in this theater, and it was the the 23 or 24 the amc yeah. 24 and you're going holy crap there's 24 theater there's 24 screens basically right and most of them are now ted because right. this is the biggest movie that's going <laughs> to be in you know like yeah i i just remember i don't remember the movies we saw I, the most we did in one day was four we did four movies in one day 
you know, we went to pay for one. We got yeah. there at like 10 o'clock and we stayed like for four movies. I don't remember what those four movies were. I just remember, you know, I called it the Grand Slam. Because I was like, you know. Yeah, they got, they got the best we ever did was three. Yeah. And it's like you still, like some of them, like you lost a half hour or whatever because oh, yeah. it overlapped and you, right. you know, you. You're, you're, you're gonna, oh my God, it's, um, and movie's over. Like at that time, you couldn't do that with a Marvel movie because back then they didn't have them. But, right. but you couldn't, you, if there was a bumper, bumper, you didn't know. The moment that went the end, hypothetically, you're like, okay, you run, let's go. Run. Yeah. You had, cause you know, you, you're, you know, you're looking at your watch, you're going, Movie, new movie's going to start, and you'd walk in as maybe like the last trailer starting. You find a, you quickly find some seats, right. you know, which were closely to the back, hopefully, you know, because at that point people are just wandering in, and you're like, you know, you don't want that front row seat, but you're like, all right, well, let's watch this movie. And movie's over? All right, let's go. Or my mom sometimes would, you, she'd want to see a different movie. So it would have been like, okay, you know, we'll watch this movie, and we're done. And then we're going to watch, like, maybe, like, since we have 20 minutes for the next movie, let's just go sit in here and watch this movie for, like, 20 minutes and then move and go to another theater. And I was like, but I want to watch this movie. Like, (laughs) can we just finish? Like, (laughs) mom raised a hoodlum. I wouldn't raise it. I was already out of the house at that point. I was 21. I I was definitely moved out. Yeah. You know, I was just spending time with her. I was like, all right, this is what we're doing. Okay. Whatever. (laughs) We just get some popcorn, <laughs> some Twizzlers. I'm in. <laughs> you know, I, I, that's that is it. That's all I got. All right. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, guess what? Very compact episode of Geeksters this week. Look at us. That's almost professional. That's what two hours? About maybe it is two hours and ten minutes. 16 minutes. Oh, not bad. Look at that. Now, yeah. That is almost bite-sized for us. <laughs> yeah, actually, I had, a, I had somebody who came to me and said, yeah, I'm going to listen to your show, and I'm thinking, oh, boy. Right, because I'm thinking, did I say something bad? <laughs> <laughs> Hope I didn't talk shit about that person. <laughs> and he goes, and, he, and he's like, three-hour run, run times? And I'm like, yeah, we, 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 we have a run of mouth. You know, like, Sometimes we, just, we fall down a well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not a lot of well. I mean... Kevin gave us the most, probably the most entertainment we had to talk about the old days, sneaking in the movie theaters, you know, sitting there watching Top Gun. <laughs> All right, folks, uh, thanks for listening. Guess what? It's Geeksters. Surprise! If you haven't already done it, go to our Facebook page until they change that name. Geeksters Radio, give us a like. Or follow us on X <laughs> at Geeksters. That's so uh, weird to say. I know it is. X. Gotta make it sound dirty. Follow us at X. It's what we at Geeksters at X. X for exciting. X for extra stupid. X for extra large. X for extra butter on my popcorn. Anyway, if you haven't already gone to uh, contact Ed. Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S H A W N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. With I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Let's exit out of here. <laughs>